Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine Podcast. Remember, you can hear the show every weekday from 9 to noon right here on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Live from the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, and beyond, Hour 1 of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I am your lovable, huggable, mid-morning chat host, Eric Von Hessler. The other voices you hear are the doctrinaires. Man of a thousand voices, Tim Andrews. Lady of 184.7 characters, Autumn Fisher. The man behind the glass, George Clark. And the handsomest producer in all of producery, Jared Yamamoto. What a wonderful, perfect weekend with nothing that went wrong, Eric. It's oh, just absolutely perfect here in Atlanta. Just, oh, uh, yeah. I couldn't ask for a better yeah, weekend right. at all. Cut that music. <laughs> this is not a sports show. <laughs> but man, oh, man. First, before we get to the Falcons, who for three quarters were very promising. Look magnificent. Want to get into that because there's something about it I just don't understand. And there, I think... We all know it's difficult, but we saw a lot of good things. And I don't want to – it's the first game of the season. I don't want to go too far on that. But my first complaint is about this radio station that I listened to on the way in called WSB. And I love everybody at WSB. That's 95.5, right? Yeah, on your FM dial. 7.50 AM. Well, yeah, if you're still going to be like that one, you know, who knows what. Diehard. I'm a diehard. You, You like the AM signal. Yeah. Yeah, you like you like the uh, challenge of figuring out what was said while you were under that bridge. Yes. See, when you I when you grew up, it was <laughs> it's kind of like it's a, it's a mad lib for yeah. you. Absolutely, it's more fun that way. <laughs> you don't want this signal that goes through buildings <laughs> and bridges and makes it perfectly clear at all times. Your brain used to have to work in this country, but this uh, WSB has got to stop doing this to me because I genuinely quite often don't know the score of the game. When I, I go to bed pretty early. Then I get up, I'm moving around. So I'm driving into work this morning. It happens again. Why do, why do they set me up for failure? Braves, huge comeback. And then they play the thing where the announcers, I can't believe what I'm seeing. I'm like, wow, that's fantastic. And then you come back to Ronnie or Judd or like, but they just couldn't hold off the bats in the end, or they lost. Like, why did you do that to me? Why did you, ultimately? I'm going to find out. Ulti- what is? I don't understand. What is the thing where elevate and make them love, and then boom? So that needs to stop. Hmm. That sort of chicanery <laughs> needs to stop. I want to know the news, and I want to know if it's bad news. Hey, the Braves had a big comeback. But ultimately lost. Then play the big comeback play. But to lead me to believe that uh, the Braves have stormed back and won this game only for an anti-climax. Who is the radio consultant that says audiences love a good anti-climax? Well, oh, is, are you? In, is it you? Is it you, Jeff Jeffries, our our new program director out here? It's all about the tease. You get the tease, you hook them, and then you... you know. But I end up pissed off. How well, does that help? 
you know, you're angry at the Braves, not at the station. No, At no. the end of the day, no, I think no, you're no. really <laughs> mad at the Braves. <laughs> I'm not so sure about that, Jeff Jeffries, but, you know, who am I? What are we supposed to just say, the Braves ate it? Well, yeah, and then play the good part afterward, but I want the knowledge. Don't, don't lead me to believe that the Braves stormed back and won the game, and then... Here, it's all about the T's, not the foreplay. Okay, all right. Isn't that the same thing? I don't know. <laughs> this Jeff Jeffries is very emotive with his hands. He's oh, yeah, he's, he's very, a, yeah. He's trying to coach here. He's a, if we ever get on TV. Yeah. Are we on TV? We're on our oh, TV. Oh, okay, all right. Well, you know, ones where other people can watch, then I think you'll be quite well popular with your yeah, gesticulation. Well, if you go to uh, wsb.radio.com. Uh huh. Put your hand up. Mm-hmm. You might find it there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just keep looking. Yeah. You'll find it. Sniff it Smart out. people will be able to sniff it out. Yeah. Absolutely. So, with that set aside, so what are the Braves? A game and a half back now, right? Um, with that set aside, the Atlanta Falcons. This is not a sports <laughs> show. I And I'm not, It's you would have to be an idiot to not look at that and think there's some very hopeful stuff going on there. And. I was surprised by how good they looked. Our first-round draft pick, Drake London, looked great. He looked fantastic. Uh, Mariota, I think, uh, more than I expected. Uh, had a, you know, had a stupid fumble, but you know what? More than I expected. T. Higgins. T. Higgins is on the Cincinnati Bengals, and he got hurt. So when he got hurt, oh, she's just saying names. Yes, he must be on <laughs> her fantasy Cage. team. I'll get to your, I'll get to your fantasy team in in a moment. <laughs> Okay. This is what I don't understand. I and I'm t- this is inexplicable. I've been watching NFL football since the early 70s. And I've seen teams, you know, uh I love the Bills and I love the Falcons. When the Bills were terrible, they lost in 10,000 different ways. I do not understand how the Atlanta Falcons through basically three head coaches. Mhm. Two front offices and all kinds of different players here and there have still lose the same way. How does that happen? It's, I mean, it started, didn't Mike Smith lose his job because of this? This whole thing of not being able to hold a lead. Yeah, we would lose close games. Dan Quinn in the beginning did pretty well at winning the close games. Well, yeah, 28-3 is on his resume. Exactly, and then it fell apart, and now... Arthur Smith, all the new coach now, all of his games last year, he won close games, but then this one is but not this a good was, way But this, was, this wasn't even, you can't look at it as close game. I'm looking at this as the 28-3 legacy. And what I can't understand is, how does it happen with three different coaches, two different front offices, a whole bunch of different players? I mean, how many players are on that team that were in the 28-3 Super Bowl? I think only Grady Jarrett. Okay. And he had a pretty Jake good Jake Matthews, too. Jake Matthews. Jarrett had a pretty good, uh, he had a pretty good game. Yeah. Uh, I I just it's inexplicable. I don't believe in curses, but how else do you explain it? How <laughs> else do you explain it? They were up by sixteen in the fourth quarter. They were up by sixteen in the fourth quarter. And who, who cursed them? I don't know who. That's the thing. I they're a pretty benign team. Otherwise, right? They mm. jumped up and went to two Super Bowls. They didn't make a lot of <gasps> New Orleans the voodoo. Yep. <gasps> yep. It's the voodoo. There you go. We, Some we figured it out. Voodoo princess. Is that what they're? I don't know. Is it a, a Cajun queen? Uh, uh, well, Cajun, I don't think so much as uh, voodoo. Taysom Hill is, is a voodoo. I, I'm just some fan with an umbrella hmm. in New Orleans 
got some chicken bones and rattled them yep. up over some dirt and whatever, spread they it. cracked in, an egg in a bowl an and they looked at it. Yeah, they, <laughs> it's, it's the egg mirror. You know what, now that yep. I think about it, when I rode Marta into downtown, there were chicken bones all over the Marta. <gasps> That's what it has. There is no other explanation because I'm telling you, I have rooted for, for teams that have been bad for years and they find a million different ways to lose. That's usually the complaint when your team goes through a hard spell. You know, could they find a new way to lose? Atlanta has one way, which is look like you're going to win for three quarters, and then and it's just it's inexplicable. But that being said, and I think we've solved that, obviously some sort of voodoo shaman or woman. Shaw woman. Shaw woman. Shaw. I want to be. Shaw person. Shaw person. Mm-hmm. There's some sort of curse. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. But they did. There's a lot. Hey, 16 games to go, right? Yeah, we got a lot a lot left to play for. And Tom Brady, 87 years old, is throwing lasers at night. Unbunked. Hmm. He has he's like cursed, but in a different way. Well, he wants to he's stop blessed. playing. But... He doesn't want to stop playing. No. He oh, you're saying he can't? Like yeah, he, he knows. Can't. Like the, the listen, the this is the deal with the devil. Right. You're gonna win multiple Super Bowls, but the minute you stop. Ten minutes later, you'll die of cancer. Like, gonna, he, deci- he decided he, to take yeah. that. He decided to take that because he, at the time he was young. And what's oh, what's who cares? I'll just keep playing forever. The second he quits, he's gonna like turn into dust and yeah. blow away. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he looked great last yeah, night. Yeah, he didn't like slowing down at all. I just want to. I, as a football fan, I just I want to put him up on Mount Rushmore. I want to celebrate him for the rest of my life. But I really do want to get past his era. I just I want I want to be in the Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Mariota, L- Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah Mariota. I don't think so. Uh, Mariota, look Baker Mar- Mayfield. Uh, look, just because you're playing fantasy football, Bateman is a wide receiver. Don't just start throwing names. <laughs> it doesn't make it seem like Fournette. you know. He did hey, well yesterday. Hey, Autumn, you should pick up on Her your... Her quarterback did well yesterday, though, I would think, in fantasy. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he did so, really well. Woo! That is my quarterback. Yes. Why you should pick up uh, Dak Prescott on the waiver wire. Oh, yeah, yeah, go do that. Do that right now. Yeah. Wait, I don't trust you. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, like no. this is a trick. You, you really need to get out there and get... <laughs> yeah, dump Hurts. All right, if you say nah, so. Cowboys offense looked awful. Let this is off. not a sports Even show, Even before he got hurt, they looked bad. Yeah, they look terrible. I do want to offer encouraging news to fellow Falcons fans out there. I, as I was screaming at the TV, getting all upset about things, but then I took a second, took a deep breath, and I realized these playoff teams also lost yesterday. The Packers, Titans, Bengals, Rams, Cowboys, and 49ers. I don't, all consi- teams now I don't consider misery loves company <laughs> to be a great uh, pep rally Let me speech. feel better about it. Hey, you know who else lost? Uh, this is not a sports show, and out of uh, fairness, I must also inject into here, oh yeah, the NBA, I mean, sorry, the NFL, and uh, Major League Baseball we've talked about. What about the WNBA Finals, huh? Oh yeah, that was a good one last night. Yeah, uh-huh. the uh, the Aces won 67-64 in game one. Okay. Oh, I love the Aces. The Aces Where, are great. What city is that? Uh, the Aces? Albuquerque Aces. Ah. Hey, I don't know what city it is. She could so. be making that up. 
Well, she's a woman, so she has a she has a duty to know. Right. Oh, come on, it's I'm a- being nice. Duty. Obviously, think about it. It's an ace, Las Vegas. Come on, ace card. Oh, there you go. I uh, can I say Las something? Vegas. Let me say something good about WNBA. Um, I saw some highlights. I think actually they play the game the way that I grew up watching the game, which is under the basket, and. Because the, 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 the NBA game has just become an analytics thing, which can be great but can also be boring. You can show up an NBA game and watch superstars from both teams clank threes for two straight quarters, and they don't care because the analytics says you keep on going, you keep on going, and it can be very boring. I actually like the old NBA game, which a lot of it is in the paint. And so, look, I just said something good about the WNBA. That's right. The style, at least, of the game is the old-fashioned style, which uh, which I like more. This is not a sports show. Uh, Chris Collinsworth last night on Sunday, uh, Sunday Night Football, I don't know if he had COVID. I don't know what he had. Croaky Collinsworth, this guy could barely speak. This is his first <laughs> sentence of the night. This is going to be the question. Can they attack the interior here? Last year when these two teams got together in Tampa, the Dallas Cowboys really didn't even try to run the football. They saw some of those big bear fronts in front of them okay, just drop it. back through the football. Croaky Collinsworth, Dallas. you all right there? I feel a little better this morning. But last night, I don't know what was going on with me. I think I'd had maybe... I, it sounded like I had spent the night before smoking like 17 packs of cigarettes. Is that what you'd done? No, but was it, it a late night like of uh, hookers well, was, and hookers. cheap hotels? Uh, I got, I, Did you go out partying the night so, before? I might have had a couple of shots and some <laughs> cigarettes, uh, maybe a cigar or two. But other than that, I mean, hell, look at what happened with Dak Prescott last night. I mean, you think when you go into a game, when you got Tampa Bay and their elite defense facing yeah. off against yeah. Dak Prescott. This is going to be the question. Can they attack the interior here All last right, year? Yeah, this is two. not a sports show. Also, uh, picking up on the theme of this not being a sports show, uh, Mike <laughs> Phillips, a uh, great sax player. I uh, really enjoyed it. But that uh, one note that he held on his sax before the Falcons, was it in the halftime? Or it was in, in the pregame. Pregame. That one note. My goodness. It reminds me, remember that, uh, was there, there's uh, like cartoons where the, the tenor or somebody, the, like the opera singer, has to keep holding that note, and his face gets redder and redder and redder. This isn't, I'm sure that we will lose listeners, but listen, this happened, and we have to report it. This is unbelievable. This one note that was held during the national anthem. During, was it, or was it God Bless America? It was, was the national, national anthem. anthem. Okay. All right, let's go get a Coke. Yeah, I think Mariota's going to be pretty good. <laughs> is this still... How... Is... He's going to die. Where? That's Mike being Mike. <laughs> so good. <laughs> that would have killed me. <laughs> Jeez. I am, my heart would have exploded halfway through that. Blood pressure would have just tapped out. That's insane. He I couldn't even do up. that. I couldn't even do that on a kazoo. <laughs> I just where does that air come from? Well, you saw me. He was he was breathing in through his nose because they had a, a the the camera shot was right in on his face and yeah. you could see him breathing in through his nose while oh, yeah, while hitting some, that note. Like, there's some like cyclical breathing that some people learn how to do when they're playing a woodwind. I use it in my lovemaking. 
Oh yeah, that makes sense. You know, Especially when, if it, yeah. When you're at it for hours at a time, you have <laughs> yeah. to replenish at the. Yeah, oxygen. you are. You're you you go yeah. all weekend yeah. long. Yeah, they call me the bull. Yeah, for a reason. Hmm. <laughs> oh, they. Know I didn't know that. They. You get mad when you see red. I heard Trump do a uh, they thing uh, again. They, they say, them. They 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 say what was he made it all about himself when it came to the queen. And he talked about the time he met the queen. Uh, I sat next to her. We talked the whole night. And somebody <laughs> said, we've never seen her smile somebody so said, much. We had a great time. Somebody. She was laughing and smiling. They said they've they, never seen her have such a good time at a state dinner. You know, normally they're a little boring. Okay, this wasn't boring. <laughs> because I told a lot of jokes. She loved my jokes. <laughs> and all night long. Did somebody write that? You said somebody, somebody said that it sure, was the best. Somebody said. Who, who? Well, somebody? there are a lot of people, but this one in particular said that, you know, they'd never seen her was beaming, it, laughing. I mean, was it like a we prime talked minister? And talked, we it? talked and talked all night. I look, they, I don't know. That, I've heard it. I heard it on TV. Somebody radio. said, play somebody said, I don't somebody know. said, I sat next to I her. Sat. We talked the whole night and somebody said, we've never seen her smile so much. We had a great time. She was laughing and smiling. They said they've they, never seen her have such a good time at a state dinner. You know, normally they're a little boring. Okay, this wasn't boring. Was when you hit the they, was that the same somebody or is that a second somebody? There's two different people. A lot of times people will say to you, I mean, you go to these state dinners and they're going to get silly and goofy. Yeah, and yeah. No, I get that. A lot of people are boring. Like no, if you had yeah. Joe Biden there, like his face would be in the mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. I get that. <laughs> I just want to say somebody said it was the well, best somebody time. told me. I, somebody <laughs> said it. I overheard person? it. I didn't get a look at him. A guard? Could have been a guard. One of the corkies? Could have been, no, the dogs. The dogs don't. Come on. The dogs talk. He's ridiculous. He's silly. I mean, okay, I get it. He's a young guy. He's handsome and all that. He can get away with a lot, but the older you get, you got to have a little bit, you know, more. Uh, and we have a little bit more, but first, Autumn has a live read. Are you looking for a trusted, experienced, and reliable agent to sell your home? Then check out Lindy Moore with the Empower Home Team from Keller Williams Realty First Atlanta. I've seen her home selling systems because I'm a customer, and calling Lindy Moore to sell your home is going to work for you, and here's why. She already has the buyer, so your home may already be sold. She sells three times faster and for an average of $30,500 more when compared to other agents. She'll guarantee in writing to sell your home at 100% of your asking price, or she'll pay you the difference in cash, just like she did for Andrew in Atlanta, who had a great experience with the Empower Home Team's results. If you need more proof, go ahead and call today at 833-403-SOLD. That's 833-403-SOLD. Or visit lindyhasthebuyers.com. That's L-I-N-D-E, hasthebuyers.com. Tell you what, for a show that advertises itself as not being a sports show, 37 minutes in, I do have to mention that uh, George is number one now in the... Top 25. As they should be. Alabama barely squeaked oh, out I of know. Texas. I was watching that game and I was like, eh, in the back of my mind, I'm like, eh, they're going to figure it out. They'll, they'll, they're going to figure it out. They're going to win. But still, I, as I was watching the way it was going, I'm thinking, eh, Georgia might capture number one. It appears that they have. And then another thing, this annoys me. I hesitate to say that it makes me angry because my point is going to be that uh, this country's losing its mind. <laughs> so it's bad enough. And, and, I, and I, I, I sincerely, we're going to talk about this, and then I want follow-up. I want follow-up. I want follow-up from the APD. I want follow-up from Mercedes-Benz. These people that I saw in this video should be in jail now or be going to jail, and I want to know what happened to them. Because if we don't get on top of this, I don't know if it was the pandemic and people were locked up. 
but there are far too many viral videos of people getting the crap kicked out of them at sporting events. Just too many. At a certain point, a nation has to go, okay, these people are insane, and they will be carved, and we're going to put a little fence around them and remove them from society. So there's this viral video after the game. Now, I don't know. I don't know what the Falcons fan said to the Saints fan. And everything that I'm going to say with my judgment holds even if the Falcons fan said something totally rude. Whatever happened in between. Look, your favorite team lost. There's nothing you can do about that. It hurts. You just got to sit on it, man. You just got to eat it. That's the way that it is. And if your favorite team won, it would be nice every once in a while in this country... We used to have a little... Now, um, uh, being a good sport is considered weak. That's a new way of thinking, and it's 100% wrong. Being a good sport, whether you win or lose, is actually a sign of strength. And we live in a time where the mob rules, so they'll win the day, but they're wrong. They're wrong. It's It's not wrong to congratulate the winner, and it's not wrong to be a gentlemanly toward the loser. If you think that that's wrong, then you're wrong, and you're what's wrong with this country. But there's far too many of these things that are happening. This country is losing its mind, and if we don't get a hold of it right now, I think if you look around, I mean, people are not becoming more educated. We're becoming dumber all the time. (laughs) I'm, I'm telling you right now, there is no way that a generation that is constantly scrolling on their screens is going to create a following generation that's smarter than it, which we, which we did in this country for a long time, succeeding generations, mom and dad work their ass off, put their kids through college, that kind of thing. I am telling you this can't happen. What can't happen is that a generation that looks at their phones and scrolls all the time will give birth to a smarter generation. So we're already going backward and dive bombing. And this is just more proof of it. So play a little bit of this. So this is uh, Falcons, a Falcons fans. Fan you see there in each other's face. There's the punch to the face. And then it's, that's what happens. People get mad. They punch. Number one, where is security? This goes on for far too long. And then what happens when it hits the floor is where I demand from the APD and Mercedes-Benz, I want to know what happened to these people. So here it goes. This is just, uh, here's America, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> men jump in. Let's just do things like go, oh! Sorry, that's enough. You can't... It's, it's, you've got a whole group of people. In America in the old days, men would have come forward and say, this is going to stop. Now, everybody pulls their phones out, points and goes, oh! <laughs> you think that... You think this generation is pointing their phones at that and going, oh! You think they're going to give birth to a smarter generation after that? So when this guy gets down on the floor, people are kicking him in the head. He's basically getting jumped by about six different Saints fans, this one Falcons fan. Let's talk about the psychology of somebody who wants to kick a stranger in the head. You're kicking somebody in the head. Um, that needs to be retribution because, you know, they killed a family member. Not... You said something stupid and now you're losing. There are people who just come in, just take their shot, kicking in the head. Anybody who kicked a stranger in the head needs to be in jail for a long time. That is not one-time behavior. Uh, you're the kid of the guy who decides to kick a stranger in the head. I want to hear your stories. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're the girlfriend of the guy who just decides, I want to kick a stranger in the head. I want to hear your stories. This cannot be a let go. I demand to know from the APD and the Mercedes-Benz what happened to those people. Because they are in the wrong just as much if the Falcons fan said something totally rude. The first punch, this is the way it used to be in America. Two guys get into it. It turns into punches. A couple punches go back and forth. And then the men come in. All right, okay. All right, he was an idiot. He paid for it. Now we have a generation of people who know they're going to go viral. Where is the effing empathy? Do people no longer have the ability to imagine themselves in somebody else's shoes? Because I'm going to tell you something. If you lose that ability, you are no longer human, meaning you've lost your humanity. If you enjoy watching a stranger get beaten up, you are the embodiment of the problem in this country right now. country has so many problems, maybe not the only one. But it's a big one. Who kicks another person in the head? I mean, that is violence beyond the realm. You got into an altercation and you thought, well, if I kill him, he deserves it. After all, he said something rude after a game. Who thinks like that? Well, they don't think like that. The person who kicks another person in the head is so dumb, they're probably not aware that they could kill that person. Isn't there a thrill, though? Isn't there a thrill in kicking a defenseless person in the head? No, sane people go no. But the internet says yes. And the person who, who videoed it in the old days would be too busy trying to get in and help and stop it that you and I would never have seen it. So you got the guy taking the video knowing he's going to get more likes and more views and more, and we are turning into a dumb moronic country. Most people will not be shocked by that. But I'm old enough to be shocked by that. That is horrific. Kicking a stranger in the head when they're on the ground. And the other thing, too, is... Nothing he could have said means that he deserved that. No, of course not. And then That really should be... That person murdered a family friend or a, a, a member of my family. That's, that's where kicking somebody in the head should be reserved for. Well, the way it is now is everybody watching and all the spectators online so will say, F around and find out. Yeah, exactly. Because a generation that is looking at their phones, scrolling all day long, is not getting smarter. I challenge anyone to prove me wrong on that. We are becoming an idiotic, stupid nation. And that's cause for concern. That is cause for... And where was security? This was going on and on and on where a Falcons fan is getting murdered, basically. This is on the first level, too. Main level. I know exactly where... It's almost right by the Falcon entrance there, too. Like, you know where the big Falcon statue is? It's right, right by that main entrance there. Just unbelievable. And when you look around... The person it, who kicked that man in the head should be in jail for 10 years. And what you when you look to around, protect the rest of us in that shot. Do you see how many other people have phones? Yes, out too? that's what I'm yeah. saying. They're not doing anything. That's that's not doing that's anything. America. That's what we've become. And I'm telling you, in the old days, you'd be in a bar. 
you let the guys throw a few punches, and then when somebody could really, really get brain damage, real men stepped in and pulled them apart and maybe got a black eye for their trouble. But we've just lost it in this country. We really have. I don't know where it, I don't know how we became such a brutal country. I don't know. I'm not a sociologist. I, I would guess they've helped us get it there. My opinion of sociologists. <laughs> it's just stunning to me. It's, it, it bothers me that it doesn't bother more people, that it is considered entertainment to watch somebody else. You know, when I was like a teenager, I was uh, outside of a mall and a bar let out that was in the mall in Baton Rouge. And I saw a guy. This is why I tell my sons and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with getting out of a fight. There's nothing wrong with getting out of a street fight. Because you don't know who that other person is. And you don't know the damage that they can do. And most of these, you know, in a bar, this fight started in a bar. Was it about a girl? Did somebody talk to somebody? Who knows? All I know is what I saw was one man taking another man's head and just banging it into the concrete. And whatever brain damage came from that, I cannot imagine whatever goofball behavior was going on deserved that. But it seems like there's just more. Now, these things always happened. There were always violent people. But now everything is a schoolyard fight where everyone gathers around and cheers. I don't know either of these people. It's like a, it's like a football game where you don't care who wins. I just want a good game. It is. It's sickening. And I want to know from the APD, what is their investigation? Is it open? Have these people been found? This, this should turn into incriminating video that puts people behind bars. You kick a stranger in the head, you need to be removed for a good long time from society. A good long time. Who knows if that'll even happen? I, I'm wondering... I'm wondering if anybody was even arrested. I, what did we watch it for? Like 38 seconds. Yeah. Maybe it just seems longer because maybe, maybe security arrived immediately thereafter. But that's insane. This is why I don't do things in public anymore. Very little. Crowds in America are insane. Insane. Why would I want to be in a fight with a stranger? It makes no sense whatsoever. If I'm going to get in a fight, it's because my family's in danger and you're the one who's putting them in danger. So in that case, I'm like, well, I don't care what happens to me. Maybe they'll kill me, but my family will get away. You know what I mean? You start thinking in terms like that. But the idea of just beating the crap out of strangers for fun, that used to be reserved for just gang members. But now it's become sport. You know, how many... uh, political points of view or supposed misinformation are taken offline. That's not taken offline. Mm -mm. That's not dangerous. That's entertainment. Welcome to the new USA. Unanswered Doctrine. Love it. Listen to it every day. The best show on the radio. Weekdays 9 till noon on 95.5 WSB. I noticed a... uh, a new kind of woke thing. It's been under, the, I guess, under the radar. You know how now uh, the homeless are called the unhoused. Yeah. Like I don't know, I don't know what board certifies this stuff. And okay, we shall now refer to. So there's a Jersey Mike's.
commercial that was running over the weekend where they're doing some charity thing with the USTA, the Tennis Association. And it's, it's to help what we used to call poor kids. Uh, but the CEO of Jersey Mike said, uh, under-resourced children. So now we can't call somebody poor. Or they don't have enough oil. Under, yeah, they're under-resourced. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I remembered it as under-resourced. If it's not that, it's something as ridiculous as that. Food desert. So, who are these people that just decide, well, this is what... You know, we wouldn't have so many children who are deprived if we'd stop calling them poor. Anybody around here interested in actually solving a problem or two? You'd give money to a poor kid. You wouldn't give him money. Uh, under to... resource. No, he's just he just needs to yeah. pull himself up by his bootstraps. Let the corporation step in and hand that. I don't have resources. Right. I've got a check I could write. That's about under resource. Can we have enough already? Let's just use the words we have. And if you think that there's a problem, use those words to point out that problem. And then let's try to, I don't know, go to the table, roll up our sleeves, solve the problem. I think it's like the left has decided we don't know what to do with homelessness. So let's just change the words. Sounds better. Under-resourced, under-resourced children. I mean, People poor? are always trying to change words just to sound more enlightened or just like a new wave of thinking. Mm. Like there was a while that... Uh, doctors were calling it the skeletal system. Skeletal? Yep. And then like the umbilical cord. <laughs> it's all aluminium to me. Mm-hmm. Win a pair of tickets to see, is this pronounced Motul? I believe it is. Win a pair of tickets to see Motul Petit Le Mans at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta in, I always say it's Brazelton or Brazelton? Brazelton. Brazelton. I say Brazelton. Yeah, me too. On October 1st. We call her number 10 to 404-872-0750. Tickets are on sale right now at RoadAtlanta.com. 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Hour 2 of the Von Hester Doctrine begins right now. Congratulations to Mike Petruski of Snellville. Won a pair of tickets to Multiple Petit Le Mans at Mitchell and Raceway Road, Atlanta, <laughs> in Brazelton. There's a mouthful. That's why I went to broadcasting school right there. That happens on October 1st. Tickets are on sale right now at RoadAtlanta.com. Story in the news that I think everybody is going to go into their silos on, and I think there's a bigger issue behind it. So the story in the news is that uh, Visa, MasterCard, American Express are going to start categorizing gun shop sales. Uh, and then the idea being that, uh, well, if they notice if the algorithm notices too many, like hoarding, buying too many guns, there's some weird idea that they'll be able to predict someone who might be the next mass shooter. And that's... Uh, let's come back in 10 years and see how many mass shootings. You know, it doesn't matter. It's all about control. And I'm not going to get into the gun control issue because that's what it is, and you stand where you stand, and that's I'm going to die, and it's going to be exactly the same way. That's not going to change in my lifetime. But there's a bigger thing here. We're being pushed into this cashless society. Last time I went to, uh, I went to Roger Waters, cashless. State Farm is a cashless arena. And, you know, when you have cash, that belongs to you. But uh, your credit, that doesn't belong to you. Even the money that you think is on your debit card can be withheld from you 
at the point of purchase. And this is very much about control. There, there are all kinds that we, we should probably look up. Uh, some of it probably has to do, this is the way that you can be controlled. First, it all seems like common sense. And now the gun control issue is a polarizing issue. But to half the country, it seems like just common sense. So we'll keep an eye on all these guns that people... I would imagine if you look at the things that Visa, MasterCard, American Express forbid you from buying, most of them are probably on the edge of the drug war, right? Some things that uh, uh, chemically are legal, but lobbying groups have gotten to the credit card companies and so they've decided to go okay well that we won't you can't buy that even though it's legal we won't allow it to be bought with our card and this is what i said because a lot of that will seem like common sense to people for instance maybe uh, some teenagers died because they bought something that was legal and that but that's that's the way to get into the door that's the way to get into the door and i'm not being paranoid here i'm not a conspiracy theorist I'm just telling you what's happening. When you have cash, that belongs to you. Your credit card does not. It can be revoked. And cashless society means society can decide what you can and cannot buy quite often. And that's where we're going. Were you able to find any things that you can't buy? There's got to be some listing somewhere. And I would imagine it probably seems very much like common sense. Things that are legal but dangerous or probably escort-type service things. I'm thinking the rules and policy of Visa right now. <laughs> well, you're going to be deep. I, w- I would look for, what can't I buy with a credit card? Google something like that. Because um, there is a list of things that right now exist that are not illegal, but that you are not allowed to buy with your credit card. Everything is about like what you shouldn't buy with cash. You know, like it's not telling you anything about like what you cannot buy with cash. No, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about cash. You can buy anything with cash. I'm talking about credit cards. So here, oh, here's a list of things that you. It says what you can't buy with your credit card: lottery tickets. Right, those are legal. Gaming chips and slot machines. You can't use them for those. Cars. Cars. Uh huh. Well, that's just because they don't want to be on the hook for that yes. much money. You know those machines where you can buy scratch offs and stuff. You can use a credit card for that. Debit. You can't use a credit card. Oh, College I've, tuition, mutual funds and stocks, right. mortgages, money orders, online porn. Online, all right, this, this is where you go. You start getting into uh, uh-huh. online porn. Weed. Thing, weed. Well, I mean, weed that's legal. I mean, yeah, you, you, can't, can't, right? you can't go and buy and, it. And what's Wiki happening. WikiLeaks contributions. Yes, look at what happened. Look at what, and if you think I'm paranoid, look at what Trudeau did to the Canadian truckers. Froze their accounts. So the truckers are out there for a month or whatever. They need more money to come in from their own accounts. Uh, what was it? Uh, one of those, uh, I can't think of the names of the website. Where you, GoFundMe. GoFundMe. You're not, yeah, they'll yeah. pull it. Some people were, 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 uh, wanted to donate money to that cause. And GoFundMe decided you can donate to Black Lives Matter. You can donate to a lot of other things. We're deciding you can't donate to this. But Trudeau went further than that. He froze the assets of anybody who was out there. Now, you can agree or disagree with the Canadian truckers, but if you think it stops there, I think you're being naive. 
You're being, we're being pushed into this cashless society. And I'm not a guy who has cash in mason jars buried in the backyard or anything like that. I'm, I'm going to be the victim just like everyone else. I love the convenience. How is it legal for a place like Mercedes-Benz Stadium or any place to tell you that you can't use cash? Because you don't have a right to go to an event. You have, as, long as, as, as long as every, as long as the rules are the same for everyone, I think you're fine. As long as you don't say, well, if you're rich, you can get this, and if you're poor, you can't. As long as the rules apply to everybody and it's a private But every industry. bill says the same thing. This is for all debts. I agree with you. I think, though, there's no federal requirement for businesses to accept cash or coins. Right. Uh, prob- obviously, there isn't. But, right. you know, an- another uh, example of what's going on, and this goes to the world, you know, if you read the headlines today, again, and I don't know, this part of me thinks maybe it's propaganda, maybe it's not. But if I go by the headlines of today, Vladimir Putin should be surrendering within the next, I don't know, 48 to 72 hours. Yeah, the bloggers, the Russian bloggers yeah. are going after him. Yeah, it's a great story. I'm supposed to believe that Putin, oh, these bloggers. <laughs> I better, what am I going to do? I can't take it anymore. <laughs> so if it's not propaganda, by the end of the week... Looks like uh, Ukraine's got them right where they want them, and we should expect, at the same time, to keep asking for more money and more weapons. And a cynical person could be like, well, we're winning. I'm going to take it at face value, Jared, and think that Putin is probably going to surrender all territories by Friday, given the news cycle that we're in now. (laughs) But have you noticed, and this is not really, people don't talk about this a lot, outside of NATO and our firmest allies like Japan, a lot of the country is not on board with what we're doing over there, namely India, but they're our friends, so let's not talk about it. Let's just not talk about it. India is our friends. The fact that they are completely rejecting all of the NATO stuff and are buying energy from Russia. And, and then they, the, I saw the, uh, some sort of Secretary of Commerce or something from India was being interviewed by Western, probably United States media. He said, well, don't you feel like you have an obligation? He said, I have an obligation to the citizens of my country to provide energy. (laughs) I don't know what you're thinking about, but my obligation, no, to lose my job because uh, the people are freezing or can't get fuel? No, that's not my job. My job is to make sure that my citizens get energy. You worry about your thing, I'll worry about my thing. But a lot of what's going on here, and it's not really reported that much. It's there. You got to dig for it. You got to be curious. But it's not going to be at the top line. We're going back into a hopefully cold war, not a hot war. We're going back into a bipolar world. And China and Russia have, under the radar, not really under the radar, your reporters just decided you didn't need to know, have decided to start their own banking system is that the bricks i don't know it's not swift a lot of the world and that's what comes back to what just happened with the guns here a lot of we thought it was clever to say well we're going to put pressure on russia we're going to remove them from the international swift banking system but a lot of the world saw that and said oh wait a minute what if america doesn't like our foreign policy in 10 years Maybe we should get off of this SWIFT system because apparently over there they think they can cancel countries the way that the wokes cancel each other in their own country. 
And this is the same sort of clampdown that's going on with the credit cards. You should be able to buy anything that's legal with a credit card. If a product is dangerous, that's why we have this thing called government. You can pass laws and you can make things illegal. Now, then you got to stand for election again. You got to face the people. That's the way it's supposed to be. With your money, you should be able to buy anything that is legal. Is that, by the way, was that altered, that thing you just showed me, Tim Andrews? No, it was not altered. You can, can see we know? if you're can watching we... the video. Yeah. All right. This guy, are you familiar with John, is his name John Fetterman? John Fetterman. He is the is lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania. He's running against Dr. Oz, who, uh, from what I understand, is just a terrible candidate. Crudite. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. He, I, I don't. he was in a way. Hey, he's, he uses fancy words. Well, wouldn't you want like a senator to? I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not saying Oz would be a good senator. I'm just uh, uh, divorced from that campaign. I'm not a fan of. Oh, he talks all. Wouldn't you want your senator maybe a little smarter than you? <laughs> no, the Come problem is boy. he got the name of the store wrong. He was in a Wegmans. He said oh, no, Wegmans. Yeah, I know that. He said Wegners because there's Wegners. two different kinds of stores yeah. up there. I get that, but there was a lot of the crudite thing, which is not a word I've ever used in my life. Crudite. The idea, is it called crudite? No, that's what I used to call it oh, until I yeah. heard it was called a crudite. <laughs> Let's get a crudite. Is it a charcuterie? Is it the same thing? No, type charcuterie, of? charcuterie is meat. Is, yeah, cheese and meat. Oh, this is a vegetable tray? Yeah. Vegetable is, yeah. Crudite. Yeah. Crudite. So it's the vegetable version of a charcuterie. Yes. Shark coochie. But I mean, the whole concept, I just never bought. <laughs> shark coochie. Oh, yeah, I hear they're That's just, what I say. You know, mm. dolphins. They smell like humans. Get turned on by humans. How are you, baby? <laughs> we got, I have to see, I have to see. I, this guy had a stroke and I feel terrible for him and, and I wish him the best of luck and the best recovery. But he's running for one of 100 seats in the Senate and he doesn't seem to be able to put together a sentence. It's it's something else. I mean, if you're sick, you have to bow out, right? You have to get somebody. Hey, somebody else is going to. Well, they're counting on the Democrat winning the governor's race. So if something happens, he needs to step down. They could just appoint a new another. Governor. Right. But well, then they need to say that. Well, hey, elect this guy. And if yeah. it turns out that. Has, is he going to debate Oz? He's supposed to. I don't think it'll happen. He oh, because I'm to. sure Oz is a terrible candidate, but he's a broadcaster. I right. He's an you know entertainer. How, yeah. You know how to speak. I mean, you're not going to believe this. I, I want to, before we play it, I want to source it and make sure that there are no edits in this because it's stunning. It's stunning that he cannot put together a sentence. So I'm watching this over the weekend, you know, with uh, Queen Elizabeth gone, rest in peace. All the sporting events have been taking a moment. Like, we'll have a moment of silence for Queen Elizabeth. And usually it goes well. Where was this UFC fight? Was it in America? I'm not sure. Pittsburgh or something. Somebody look to see what the last... What, George Clark will know, of course. It's in Nevada. Nevada. So that's America, right, George Clark? You would know. <laughs> yes, sir. That is in the United States of America. Area 51. So before the fight, they uh, a, moment, a minute of silence or a moment of silence for the queen and her face is up there on the board. And they do not... I don't understand this. They don't like the queen in Nevada. They booed her. She's dead. Am I missing something? I always found her to be somewhat benign. Why Why the hatred? I get that we beat them in the 
revolution and all that, but you know, we fight next to them in wars now. We're we're friends. They're kind of considered our best ally. I've seen some things online about why I, some people don't like the queen. Well, I know, but it's for what she represents. It's about the empire. It's about whatever. Who did she herself harm? Hmm. She's not a head. She's never passed a law. She's never sent troops into battle. She's never. She's never made a decision that had anything to do with what England did. Nobody even knows what she thought of Brexit. That's a miracle of miracles. <laughs> no one has any idea what the Queen of England thought of Brexit. She would. It's just odd to me. And maybe if it was in Ireland or some kind of place where... But Nevada? <laughs> what? what? She didn't like gambling. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, that was a head scratcher for me. Did she say something mean about Nevada once? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't or, like it. Or Nevada? Too much sin. Strange, man. There's a lot going on in this world, in this country, that this old bastard just cannot figure out. You know, I thought that only Herschel Walker was running the perfect campaign for Senate. (laughs) I think we could all agree, no flaws there in that campaign. Always on point. (laughs) Just seems to have the right answer at every moment. Debating his opponent up and down the state of Georgia. But it turns out there's another dandy. So, and, and I honestly mean this from the bottom of my heart. You know me, I'm a humanist. I believe in human beings. I wish everybody the best of luck. But this uh, John Fetterman in Pennsylvania, who is going up against uh, Dr. Oz. By the way, Oz has been trailing, but my understanding is he just got the Dr. Joe endorsement. So let's look and see what that does for him. Dr. Joe, you're, uh, you're endorsing for Pennsylvania. Hi, folks. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. <laughs> I'm voting. If I lived in Pennsylvania, I would definitely be voting for Dr. Oz. And let me tell you why. Because he has this green drink that really helps clean out your colon. <laughs> so we have to wait a few weeks and see what that does for us. Does Dr. Oz live in New Jersey? I don't know. He lives in Pennsylvania. He wouldn't Pennsylvania. be able to. He's know. from New Jersey. Are you? Let's stop for a moment. You don't know. You think he I, might live in New Jersey? Yeah. So the that's people, what a lot of people are saying. That is yeah, a well, campaign thing that they're using against him. Oh, he's a yeah, carpet know, bagger. But you have to look down to the fourth paragraph right. and the fifth paragraph. You can't run for Senate without having a legal residence for whatever the state says. Some states it's six months. Some states it's a year. In Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, to, uh, okay, let's just say this. Hillary Clinton, not from the state of New York. Neither was RFK. <laughs> I mean, Neither he, was RFK, right. Yeah, right. So whatever their rules are in the state of Pennsylvania, Oz has satisfied them, or surely the Democrats would have made sure that he got thrown off of the thing, right? right. Or maybe not, because I think he's a weak candidate. I don't know. He's but not from around here. It would have been, it would have been found out. Um, he currently lives in, I believe it's Bryn, Athen, uh, I don't Pennsylvania? Know. I don't care. I'm not in the state of Pennsylvania, and quite frankly, I don't care who wins this race. I don't care about who wins anything in November, honestly. But I am a keen observer of the scene. So this guy had a life, almost killed him, stroke. Not a minor stroke. In earlier this year. The proper thing to do probably would have been to step aside, let somebody else run, and do what you need to do to get healthy again. But instead, he continues to run. This is a, a Reuters Story. So you know this isn't like Fox News or some, something slanted against him. 
So he's been basically out of the public eye most of the time, but there's been a little pressure now. you got to get out there. So the headline here is, U.S. Senate hopeful Fetterman seeks to calm health worries at Pennsylvania rally. Democratic U.S. Senate candidate Fetterman on Sunday sought to allay concerns about his health after suffering a near-fatal stroke earlier this year at a campaign rally focused on abortion rights in suburban Philadelphia. Now, this is Reuters, not Fox News. So... Um, they're giving him the benefit of the doubt with this coverage. Speaking at times in a halting and clipped fashion, Fetterman took aim at the Republican opponent in Pennsylvania Senate race, celebrity physician Dr. Oz, for questioning his fitness to serve. Check out this next line. Unfortunately, Fetterman said, I have a doctor in my life doing that. Now, I know that's supposed to be a joke, but is his doctor actually giving him advice you shouldn't be doing this? You need to go rest up? Or is it just an offhand joke? He spoke, he spoke for about 10 minutes. This is a rally. He spoke for about 10 minutes before moving slowly off the stage. And here, this has to be surreal, because he's a big giant of a dude, right? He's a big guy. Yes. Wearing a hoodie all the time. That's his campaign thing, and right? And shorts. Yeah, he wears like, uh, yeah. That's his whole thing. I'm every man, right? Right. Before the stroke and everything, it's like, I'm every man. He spoke for about 10 minutes before moving slowly off the stage. He walked into the crowd shaking hands, smiling for selfies as ACDC's Back in Black played. That had to be surreal. He's barely able to move and it bam, 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 bam. So he's been off the campaign trail since this stroke. So... Tim Andrews, who used to live in Pennsylvania, so he keeps up with these races, showed me, uh, this is from this rally, I believe, and I'm only playing it now, if, if you know that this has been altered or edited in any way, we've looked, we've tried to find out, I would think the Democrats in Pennsylvania would have put out some sort of press release about it if it was making the rounds, but if you know for a fact that this has been altered or edited in any way, it doesn't appear to be, then let us know, and I will, I will correct the record. So there, Pat Toomey is a senator there for a very long time. This is an open, this is an open race. Did he uh, retire after? He's retiring. Okay, but it is for his seat. Yes. But he, he seems to think, I don't know if he thinks he's running against Toomey, but he's focused on Toomey a little bit here. Uh, but it's just the Toomey has s- recently criticized him. That's why. Okay, uh, just let's just let it play. It's such the most important race for the Senate here for twenty-two. We have to replace Pat Toomey. Oh, no. <laughs> Senator Toomey was not very nice to me. He, Pat Toomey, is a miracle. If you have any evidence that that was altered or edited in any way, I genuinely want to know. What are you, what are you pointing to the phone? They could use the open mic. Yeah, use time. the open mic. I don't know how you would show me. or I've looked. I didn't want to play that until I had, you know, I didn't want it to be obvious that this is an altered, edited thing that's going around. And I have no interest in making fun of somebody who had a horrible stroke. 
But if you're not up to the job, you know, I mean, we look at the president, and it's like he's been in it forever. There's a lot of muscle memory there, right? He was a senator for 100 years. There's a lot of muscle memory. Yeah. And, and we get it. He's a guy who's aging, losing some of his cognitive abilities. He couldn't have done it without you. But we know for a fact that this guy had a debilitating stroke. And it's, it's, it's interesting because I often talk about the craving for power. And in this situation, may not be this individual, but the party behind him. Because he does have this everyman thing that seems to be working. He doesn't show up in suits and ties. He wears a, a, a hoodie, a pullover, and shorts. And people, you know, they buy that nonsense. And so it seems to be working. And so you have a situation here where if people really cared about this guy, they might go up to him maybe months ago, tap him on the shoulder and say, listen, your time will come, but you need to go get better. You need, I mean, can you just, that kind of stroke, can you just turn it around in a few months and just be, okay, I'm a senator, I'm talking about legislation, okay? You have to give, you have to debate a lot of stuff that needs to be done that goes into being a senator. I know they get nothing, but they do nothing good for the country ever, but they're very busy while they do nothing, these senators. They have to do a lot of talking, a lot of debating, a lot of, you know, nonsensical talk. I find that just fascinating. If that is truly the state of this individual's mind, but this is a big deal. This is, you know, which way the Senate is going to go. If the Democrats can keep the Senate, that's going to be a big deal. Politics is amazing to me. I do not want power over other people, but I am an outlier. It appears to me that I am an outlier. The people want power. They're willing to do anything including knowingly destroy this man on the way, because they don't care, right? Once they win, if they win, then if he can't do the job, they can tap him on the shoulder, get him out of the way. And like you said, if the governor is a Democrat, they'll just replace him. Yeah, Yeah, and the guy that's running in the GOP slot for governor is one of those conspiracy guys who thought that Trump won the election, and he tried to change Pennsylvania's uh, So his his candidacy isn't going all that well. Well, they're close. Are they? But that's his stance. Is Pennsylvania a purple state? Can it go either way? Yeah, it can. Philly and and Pittsburgh and Harrisburg all dictate where it goes. So uh, play that again. I mean, uh, there's a gap there that I was watching this does not appear to have been edited. There's a gap there that is stunning. It's such the most important race for the Senate here for 22. We have to replace Pat Toomey. (laughs) Senator Toomey was not very nice to me. Pat Toomey is a miracle. Dr. Oz must be the worst candidate in the history of senatorial candidates. Because I think that guy's winning by a sizable margin, isn't he? Nah, they're pretty close now. But there was a moment there a couple months ago where it was like 13 points or something. I think even some of the liberal papers in in Pennsylvania are starting to say, look... uh, there could be a problem here. In the middle of that cut, I think Autumn is onto something. She put this in our Slack channel. She said it sounds like his earpiece is feeding back to him, and, and it kind of throws if him off. If you watch it, if you watch it, somebody yells something to him, doesn't he? And he goes like, yeah. you know. But again, on top of that, 
everybody else that's ha- of right. So you have an earpiece for a reason. Right. They're able to yeah. make it through the speech without stumbling so much. And why does he have to have somebody talking to him in an earpiece? You know, I mean, this is really getting weird in this country. Is there anybody who is just, I don't know, like 48 years old, sensible, wants to do the right thing, recognizes, yeah. recognizes, <laughs> yeah. you know, recognizes with humility that maybe I could still, I could get some things wrong. You got Warnock here, who is, you know, a, a, a complete do-nothing senator, but should be an actor. The best commercials I've ever seen in my life. He's running for Georgia. He's running. It's like, are people really, it's like, are people like, these are important jobs. It's like, hey, that guy wears a hoodie. He's just like me. People buy into that. Or he's running. Look at Warnock is running for me. Like, it's that simple? When you're trying to get a lot of people to vote for you? Stacey Abrams got Will, Fer- Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Oh, Will yeah. Ferrell. I don't know what I'm saying. Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell. Sorry. Ferrell. Ferrell is with the hat. Yes. Will Ferrell is the guy who does the same comedic character over and over, and we love it. Yeah, and he's dressed, and he's got the signs, and he's dressed in the Stacey for So he's, uh, the, the weird thing here is, how do people, uh, actors, not recognize that nobody cares about their endorsement? Who was ever elected because a co- comedy slash actor, comedian slash actor endorsed them. What does he care who's the governor of Georgia? Brian Kemp sits on a throne of lies. A little line from Elf. You sit on a throne of lies. Now, if he's, but if he's telling the truth there, Will Ferrell just said that Donald Trump won the last election because Brian Kemp says that he didn't. So therefore, if he's sitting on a throne of lies, Will Ferrell is a Trumper. Seriously entertaining. The Von Hessler Doctrine. Weekdays, 9 to noon. On 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. I believe you have an open mic for me, sir. EVH, John in Nashville here. Hey, just want to know where to go to sign up for your F off, you corporate goons uh, group. For all the lovely HR people that feel it necessary to create this ridiculous content that we have to review and attest to, things that have nothing to do with our daily job, and it's just such a waste of my time. I'm over it all. My head is going to explode if I have another one. Please stop wasting my time and let me do my damn job. Uh, I don't know if there's any group. I don't. I don't believe there's anything that can be done about it. I think uh, that is uh, the amount of it that's in corporate America now. Ten years from now, will seem very, very small. All I'm looking at is laws that say how small of a company can I create before I have to adhere to all of this corporate nonsense. How many employees? Because whatever that cap is, no one gets hired after 14 <laughs> or 13 or 12 or 20. However many employees where you have to hit the point where you got to do all of this HR nonsense. I'm looking to start a company, a little broadcast company that would have 13 employees and it's, uh, yeah, we're just going to be human with each other. If you mess around with other people and I find out, you're fired. But (laughs) until you do it, I'm going to assume I have good judgment in hiring you and 
going to judge you by your actions. Sounds like somebody who wasn't selected by the Oh, this is people. the latest thing. What, what did you just uh, get? Uh, I got selected to, to uh, be featured in some of our training res- resources at WSB, educational, internal communications. They say that my fun personality and the awesome work that I do for WSB should be highlighted. So what? They, 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 they've, taken, they've taken pictures of you off of, off of social media. Yeah. Say, can we use <laughs> And you like that, do you? I think it's great. I'm going to sign off. I'm going to let it. Can I ask one question? How does that help us win? Hour three of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. Yeah, I got to figure out how many. If I can create a media company, I need to know how many employees I can hire before I have to have an HR department, before I have to put up with all this nonsense well if you have five or less employees you don't even have to pay minimum wage let's see it's one to you autumn jared greg hey that works <laughs> you're all making two dollars and 75 cents an hour <laughs> hey i'm going to work at applebee's and you need to all right i'll compete with applebee's whatever they'll give you at applebee's i'll give you a buck more 16 an hour baby all right you get 17 an hour from me so ridiculous. I'm so glad. I don't read my corporate email ever, so I don't see these things. So everybody w- wakes up today to uh, somebody in uh, HR. Is that HR? Is that People Solutions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is an interesting turn of phrase. Say stores that for me. <laughs> so everybody in their corporate, I suppose I would find it mine, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Tim's a little bit later than mine. Gone to the so- I know, because you're special. Yeah, they so get they the go through the first. social media pictures and said, "Hey, we want to use uh, your pictures. Can we use them to show what a good, happy?" And I want to know the note that was sent to you about your personality. Is it the same note that was sent to Tim Andrews about his personality? Because I think we can all agree the two of you do not have the same personality. We certainly don't. Uh, it's the same note. <laughs> so your bubbling personality. Well, no, it doesn't say anything about my personality. It says. CMG is collecting employee photos from various social media platforms. With your appro- approval, we would love to feature oh. these photos that highlight your fun personality and the awesome work. It's the same thing I said about you. Take <laughs> it. Now so, it's so special. That's why I know I love working here. Everybody has a fun personality. Everyone's the same. Um, excuse me. Did you not get one? Oh, wait. Uh, hold on. Your personality. We are not putting in to our fun personality jamboree. I didn't get it. You didn't get one? No. Eh, maybe you don't have... Oh, well. I, I think that you should feel good about that. Yeah, I don't mind. It's yeah. fine. Hey, hey, let's all get involved, and they'll put together a montage of pictures, and when we're walking in the hallway, we'll see ourselves up on the TV screens. <laughs> I wonder if Greg got the email. I hope not. <laughs> Does Greg have a TikTok like Autumn? <laughs> Can we fire five people up there to get like a floor director for the video and somebody in charge of making sure that the lips are actually synced? The social media person. <laughs> well, Jared's good at that. But. I mean, chances are they're not going to teach me how to be a better person. I'm 58 years old. I'm hopeless. I must be an awful person if I've never sat through any kind of seminar from People's Solution. I, I'll bet you I'll, I'll probably end up in prison. <laughs> How, how am I going to figure out the world all by myself? What? You should be kind to others? 58 years, it never occurred to me. Never occurred to me. 
shouldn't everything that everyone does in this building be uh, behind the idea of crushing the competition at all times? That's how football teams are built. Till New Orleans comes to town. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon, man. Jameis Winston, though, he has our number. Does he? Yeah, doesn't it? Don't they? Hasn't he always defeated the? Uh, uh, he was no, with Tampa Matt, Bay. When, when Matt Ryan and and when he when Jameis was with Tampa Bay and Matt Ryan was with us, Matt Ryan had had a winning record against Jameis. Oh, Matt Ryan didn't look good. The Colts. Hey, it's first game. He's figuring it out. He tied. He's he figuring it out. He's forty-seven. No, he's not. He's thirty-seven. Forty-seven. <laughs> he's thirty-seven. <laughs> Third fifty times. Too. I mean, on a game like that, there's no reason to look at what happened over with the Colts game and go, God, I wish we uh, that didn't really work out there either. <laughs> I'm happy with how our offense looked for the first three quarters. If it could just in the state play of Georgia, full game. I want somebody in the state of Georgia that knows about this. What is the maximum number of employees that I could have for my own media company without having to have any kind of HR department whatsoever? So I, I did look it up, yeah. and I don't know. I don't think it's state mandated, but it's there's no, no real rule. It no, just no, no, says no, like no, it's no. recommended there's, for ten. No, no, no. There's there, there's definite no. There are rules. There are definite corporate rules. There's no doubt about that. Uh, there is a certain number by which you don't have to do certain. It might be 49. I feel like 50 or 51 is where you get into, okay, all the regulations from hell are going to fall on top of you. If you started your company, you'd have to use Charlotte's Law here, too. This is the Georgia breastfeeding laws. Yeah, so you'd have yeah to, I don't want to have to. Hey, hey Erica, well, I need to go breastfeed. Yeah, Gil. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's that? George Clark, yes? Greg is waiting. Oh, I tried to bring him in. Oh, I, Jared tried I, to... I, sorry. I tried. I'm, I tried, I'm one of my, hey, You know what? I've been, I've been giving him all kinds of airtime lately. I don't feel bad about this. Let's do this. Greg's choice. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> They're trying to guilt me. Everybody's entitled to be an idiot. Thank you. <laughs> Blow up and shut up. Greg Russ, are you coming in with anger? I don't need to guilt you. I can sense that it's already there, and you're trying to talk yourself out of it, using no, rage no. to move yourself out of <laughs> no, that zone. We no. beat Farmer this year! No, I don't care. I don't care what you think of me, Greg Russ. I just figured that with the new boss coming in, and they said, no more of Greg, and you didn't remember to tell me. No, I haven't and had that. You just... I haven't had that conversation yet. <laughs> yeah. you know, Three, right? This is the way it works with new bosses, though. First conversation's great. You're wonderful. That's the first conversation. It's about the fourth conversation where things get to. First conversation, you're wonderful. Love the show. Wouldn't do anything different. You're fantastic. And then it's like, then you walk around with the other shoe hanging over your head until it drops. But Well, it's so. mostly because early on, it's like, I have a lot of other things to do right now. You're great. I'm just putting you on the back burner. So yeah. you don't worry and you don't start you. causing trouble. Yeah. Oh, look, there's ice cream. Everybody's walking around with ice cream. What are we, in kindergarten? Hey, hey the Braves have ice cream. Yeah. The Braves have ice cream in their clubhouse. You know, it's funny, Greg. That's not such a big deal. And I think to myself, I don't get that. Like, you're always hearing how the Braves, they're such a fun organization, and the players just love the fact that they have an ice cream machine in the, in the, in the clubhouse. It's like, these are multimillionaires. I, I wouldn't want an ice cream machine. Look, I'm going to get soft ice cream every day. I'd love it. I'd gain 150 what, what pounds. What poor sap has to clean it. Yeah. You can thank Dansby Swanson for getting that machine. Yeah, Dansby Swanson's a multimillionaire. I just, what are you, children? 
Hey, this is well. I've got to choose between the Braves and the Yankees. Hey, Von Grissom. Hey, hey, I'm hold on. I'm choosing between the Braves and the Yankees. Well, it's in Yankees, the clubhouse. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, that's why I chose the Braves. Not only are they going to pay me thirty-five thousand billion trillion dollars a year, they have an ice cream, a soft serve ice cream machine. <laughs> the, if you, these people could afford to have one following them around everywhere they go. A mobile well, hey, soft you- serve. You've got a beard. Sometimes you have a beard. And you couldn't very... play for the Yankees with that beard. So yeah, if you true. were faced with that decision, that would also factor in. So I think you know, the ice cream and the fact you couldn't have a beard, that's easy to see. You know what would get point. me to shave? Eh, an extra mo- couple million dollars. <laughs> eh, I guess. I guess I'll shave. Yeah, for the players like Von Grissom, our second baseman, you know, he only makes 300000 now a year. So, uh, yeah, so, so, so now, can't, so he, now can't he, can he can have the soft serve now. What did he do wrong? Why is he only making 300000 Because he's a rookie. Oh, okay. We just brought him up this year. Oh, okay, I get it. All right. He's well on his way. Still, I would say even on three hundred thousand, is he single? I, he can afford assumed. to buy his own ice cream. I just don't get that as a. It's just <laughs> a weird thing. It's like the HR thing that we were just talking about. And, you know, and today we got everybody's walking around, grown men eating ice creams. Like, what are we? What is happening? It's like people really need to be treated like kindergartners, apparently, to get them all to row in the same direction. You don't want that ice cream? You don't no. see that ice cream and think, I think oh. if, if you were alone at the station, nobody else No, there. this is what I think. If I got some of that ice cream, okay, good enough. But you know what? I'm a grown man, so if I really want ice cream, I'll stop somewhere and buy it. I'll purchase my own ice cream. Yeah, and then you have to pull off the highway. Yeah. You have to sit in the drive-thru. There might be a fight the at the convenience store. Yeah. I think you should be allowed to take the ice cream in the office and not necessarily row in the same direction. But if it, if you want to, that's fine. If oh, you don't want to, you can still have the ice cream. You, yeah, so eat yeah, the why ice don't you cream. do that? Take the ice cream and undermine everything at the yeah. same time. <laughs> what row if the I opposite direction. That's a win-win. Cream. That yes. is a win-win. I will eat the ice cream and I will not row in the same direction as everyone else. Thank you, guys. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm going to do. So we solved it. Is there going to be anything? A delicious I mean, treat. Is every corporation just going to grind to a halt? As we try to get the quiet quitters to care about their jobs. Bunch of cowards. Oh, the quiet quitting. What a bunch of cowards. They don't want the responsibilities of work. They don't want to do all that work. But they don't want to lose the lifestyle. That the paycheck. Hey, yeah, you want to quiet quit? Go ahead and quit. Live off the grid. Do something creative. No, 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 no. I want to be able to brunch for six hours on weekends. I just don't want to put in the time. I'm being very negative this morning. I really do love everybody. <laughs> Feel as if I've been a bit strident this morning. I apologize for that. I think it was seeing that guy getting his head kicked in after the Falcons game. What was this? No, 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 no don't play it because I, I don't like the fact that it's entertainment. It's online. What is it? A TikTok? Uh, I saw it on Twitter. First. TikTok challenge. Kick I saw a Falcons uh, fan in the head. I'm sure it's on all platforms now, but I saw it originally on Twitter. Interesting. Not removed from social media. Not seen as something that is dangerous or whatever. Yeah. No, that's celebrated. The person who got that video is the videographer of the day. The DP. Yeah. (laughs) I hear there were a lot of guys around who wanted to jump in and help, but they were too busy pointing their smartphones at it. Why should somebody get in and maybe save another human being's life? Hey, the quality. Yeah, the quality. 4K. (laughs) 
We need to see the dangers of it. Yeah, I guess that's what, hap- I, what happened ultimately. Why did the person? No, I was like, you know, there's a after the after the game, obviously, where you pick up a Falcons fan and a Saints fan are going at it. I don't know what the Falcons fan said. Maybe he said something that was really rude. I don't know. He didn't say anything that deserved strangers kicking him in the head repeatedly. So it's a fight. It started out as a fight. Guy punches another guy. The way that's supposed to go down in America is a couple of punches, back and forth, and then adults. I think that's been the theme of my strident rants today. Are there any adults left in America? Because an adult, when faced with a moral situation, doesn't care whether or not they go viral. It's really that simple. You do the right thing. And then, you know, this corporate nonsense that's going on here. Hey, everybody. Kindergarten. Have you been on the second floor? It's like an yeah. elementary school. With all the, hey, we're the Mavericks. What <laughs> is that? Construction paper. Yeah, Snowflakes just, cut yeah. out, strung out. Because people are moving the into the building, and so it's like, hey, go here. It's like the first day of school. We you want know? to welcome them to our wonderful building. Hey, you want to welcome me? Just make sure the money gets into my bank account, because that's what work is about. We're not a family, because you can fire me. It's really that simple. However, we can get along if I give you what you need, and you give me what I need, namely <laughs> money. <laughs> it's really that simple. Adults... And you see everybody just like, oh, wow, ice cream. <laughs> Does that have sprinkles? <laughs> I don't yes. know what kind it is. It I don't good. know. I don't, oh, yeah. Tim, they got Tim. No, yeah. I haven't had any. No, I don't. Not yet. I'm not going to. I not can't. Oh, right. what, are you, what are you doing? What are you trying to lose weight or something? Uh, I'm you not got eating diverticulitis? sugar. No, I'm not eating sugar. You're not, oh, you're okay. not eating sugar. Right. You're, you're weak. You know what? I eat sh- sugar until <laughs> my kidneys hurt. Hey. People's solution is going to hear that. They're going to call that diet bullying. You're sugar shaming me. You're sugar shaming him. Yeah. You saw the breakfast I had the other day, the picture of the little ice cream bowl. How do you not weigh 300 pounds? Just walking around New York all the time? That's all he eats. Yeah. Yeah. He's unhealthy but thin. And your body does adjust to whatever you're eating. I don't eat over 2,000 calories. I just eat bad calories. The, the 1,800 calories I do eat are bad. So there's nothing to this notion that vegetables help you out a little bit, <laughs> give you a little extra well, something? I think they help you live longer. I probably have more energy and feel better and have sure. better moods. Who cares yeah, about that? Yeah, maybe mental health might be yeah, better. Who cares That's why about I'm not that. eating sugar, because it puts me in a bad mood, and I get really bad heartburn from it. How if I don't long? eat sugar... How long have you not been eating sugar? Three weeks. What? Yeah. How can I monitor this? How can I know? You can't monitor it, but you have to take my word for it. How are you uh, feeling? Good Good for you, Tim. Better. Is, is this forever? Well, not forever, but... Why wouldn't it be forever? Why? Because I'm going to have a birthday. I might want a little sliver of cake. Okay. Are you going to try and talk him out of it? Me? Yeah. No, I'm, I, I just want to... I just like, is this a lifestyle change? Because lifestyle changes are forever. It's like, it's not like a diet. Because you see these things with diets all the time. As people lose weight and they go off the diet, they celebrate the fact that they lost weight, and then seven months later, they're back to where they weren't. When I was in Boston, I had fried clams almost every day, and I had beer and french fries and a lot of, you know, Mm -hmm. just sweet stuff, really tasty stuff. Yeah. And uh, I felt horrible for about a week after that, so I decided not to do that anymore. I'm the same way with the crack. My body just cannot take Mm -hmm. it anymore. Not like it used to. I used to be able to have some bounce, some rebound. Greg, are you sticking or are you going? Mm, I'll stick. We have stories, don't we? Greg's going to stick. He's got stories. We've got mailbag. And we've got a whole half of an hour of entertainment left on this Monday edition of the Von Hessler Doctrine. Say, have you missed any of today's show? Don't worry. 
You can stream or download the Full Doctrine podcast on WSBRadio.com, the WSB Radio app, or any of your favorite podcast providers. All brought to you by Findley Roofing. And we're going to do the podcast 30 today? We are. How can people find that? They can go to the Von Hessler Doctrine Facebook page, the Von Hessler Doctrine YouTube page, the Von Hessler Doctrine Twitter account, or our Twitch account. We're available oh, on all four at the same Twitch. time. Twitch. We're on Twitch. Am I, am I uh, nearly naked playing video games over on Twitch? It has gotten seductive over there. Mm, okay. <laughs> With Jared and, and uh, Eric together, it's super seductive. It really is. It's, it's, it's the tension. Yeah. Because are I, you? I feel like, uh, you know, we should never really uh, consummate the thing, you know, because I think it's the tension. No, like on Moonlighting when they got together. Yeah, no, people want to. Or Pam and Jim. It's just, yeah. a, it's a wink here and a nod there and, you know, maybe a little uh, hand holding what here. What we do is we, we always put on the bottom, on the bottom line, go to our OnlyFans if you want to see more. Bottom well, if you want, line. on the bottom line, that's the name of our OnlyFans <laughs> page, the bottom line. <laughs> Well, yeah, of course, you're going to have to pay if you want to see the real show. Greg Russ is our only member. And he doesn't enjoy what he's seeing. He just criticizes us and tells us... He likes to troll us, in the comments. Tells us we're stupid. Yeah, that's why that's worth it to me. That's where I get my value. <laughs> he trolls under one account and then moderates under his real name. Yeah. Multitasking. Yeah. He's Job a mul- security. He's a multi-jerk. Yes. I also get my financial advice from Twitch. That's where I learn about these uh, Chinese companies you've never heard of that have these super squeezes that happen. It's like one day the stock's worth fifty cents, the next day it's worth ten thousand dollars, and then it drops. Twitch, are you getting you. you? Are you getting your financial advice from TikTok now? Yeah, That's, well, Twitch. Yeah. Twitch. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, you said Twitch. I apologize. Twitch. You know, I I want a seriousness in my financial trading. On TikTok, you've got people who put on filters, or they look like a tomato, or they're like an eggplant. Right. I don't need that. Like no. Some people take to that. Finance is boring. I need something to make it exciting. Oh, here's a man who looks like mm-hmm. a banana. Okay, I'll listen. You know how to make finances exciting? Lose everything you have. That's that is exciting. exciting. Hell yeah. That'll open your eyes. That'll wake you up. That's a big thing on Reddit. There's a whole, it's called lost porn. People post how much money they lost. Really? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of money sometimes. Especially oh, after the pandemic. Well, with all of the uh, trading now, the smartphone is just going to... I mean, I don't, I'm trying to have a good, happy ending to the show. Because I've landing. been very negative. I want to make a, a soft landing. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, look. Oh, look. Oh, hey, welcome. We have a super fan. We need to start doing that. People... I watch these things, and it's like super fans. You get... You give like five dollars or something, and somebody reads your stupid comment. Hey, you don't have to do that. You just say thanks for the gifts. Thank you. Yeah, but usually if there's like a lot of these I watch is like either about the Falcons or the Bills or something like that, and their own pay. And I like to watch that over ESPN because these people actually seem to talk about football and not the culture, which I'm interested in the culture sometimes, just not for my sports shows. So I tend to go to these places, and they have the super fans, and they it comes up in yellow, and they'll they'll always read your thing if you uh, pay anywhere from ninety nine cents to five dollars. On a racket, but it works. Good for them. Uh, hey, thanks. There's a super fan. Uh, Jim says, uh, "Yeah, I think so too." Way to go, Jim! Great, Pray, great contribution to the, <laughs> to the show. Like preying on people's that. desperation to be seen and heard. Yeah. 
I don't know mm, that it's praying because these are not corporations, right? These are people in their basement or whatever. They're doing yeah. their own shows, so they're making their money. It's kind of like a Patreon type of thing. Yeah. I got, I've got nothing against it, but it kind of it weighs down the content of the show when you want to get to kind of the X's and O's of the game or whatever. And you know you're going to get there, but they, first they got to say, oh, hi, Jim, hi, Fred, hi, Sally, you know, nice to have you here. Oh, super Fred. And, if, you know, if, you, if you're a super fan who gives like $30, they'll, they'll stop for five minutes. And then the, then they become the gatekeepers of the chat yeah. to tell other people to shut up or what they can talk about because well, they, you know, they the say rest. my yeah. name at the beginning of the show, so yeah. therefore I have more influence than you do. I'm looking at every way to uh, create a show that just exists online. I can't quite figure it out. I don't think people want to tune in and hear me go, Ah, Jim, super fan, $50. Thank you very much. Tim and Tucker says the Falcon Saints game was fixed. I didn't say anything of the sort. <laughs> Tim and Tucker. Hey, thank you for that. Hey, whoa, Tim and Tucker didn't give any money. No. <laughs> take that back. Because I don't can give re- money to those things. Can you put that noise in reverse so we take them back? <laughs> yeah, show me what you got down there, and then maybe I'll give you five bucks. Who's uh, fixing a game that most of the country doesn't care about? Oh, now, first of all, the New Orleans Saints have a rabid fan base. And yeah, the they Falcons do, that, uh, have a very, you know, there's a lot of people who like them. Temperate. There's a lot of base. people who like them. Once again, room temp. By the way, it looked like on TV, did not look like a full house again with the Falcons. Am I wrong or am I wrong? I'd say by the second quarter, it was definitely full. The beginning of the game did not look full. Yeah, who wants to see the beginning of a game? That's when they go to the street and just pull in random people. Hey, you're hanging out, you're walking around. Come on. You're welcome in there. Hey, Hey, it's cashless, though. Hey, you don't have any cash. That's all right. Come on in. I got uh, Zell. Hey, is everything cashless now in New York City where you live? Like, you go to Madison Square Garden, is it a cashless venue and all No, that? they tried, but I think they passed a law that said you can't be cashless oh. because there's some people who don't have credit cards. Can, it's also pushing you to have a credit card. How can New York State be ahead uh, of us in freedom? The state of Georgia. <laughs> oh, we're corporate bootlickers down here like I you know. wouldn't believe. It's gotten Yeah, what about ridiculous. the unbanked? Yeah, <laughs> <What> unbanked. <laughs> And plenty. I keep my cash in the mattress and the pillow cushions. And I tell you something. Jars. I, you know, is it is it part of getting older? Now I'm starting to look at those things. Like, hey, those people aren't as crazy as I used to think they were. Like now they can tell you what you can buy and what you can't buy. Starbucks is going cashless. Well, so it can't be across the board. Notice that you just paid seven dollars for a cup of coffee. <laughs> well, it does. Yeah, right. It does make it. Uh, it doesn't yeah, you don't stand notice. Up. It's not as apparent. How are they going to get tips? How are the baristas going to get tips? Because it comes up under the thing, and you get What's those three the... choices, and, and that's a game. Like the, the three choices come up because uh-huh. the, oh everyone my. everyone chooses the middle, right? That's the, so the middle I one is the one. None. Well, it's crazy. Well, the thing. Most people are not complete and total jerks after receiving at, service. At some of the brunch spots now, you're seeing now instead of like you know 15, 18, and twenty percent, you're now seeing 22, 25, yeah. and thirty percent. Inflation, now for that. my friend. And it's on a big screen, a big iPad, so everyone else sees that you choose the lesser option and you're ashamed you know what i do sometimes to do that so you spend the more money i just go for the highest i go for the highest one. Oh, is that taking back yeah take back that love that we gave to tim andrews <laughs> take that back he's not a super fan at all turns out he's a super enemy <laughs> The Von Hessler Doctrine. It's so improv and so real and so funny. Weekdays 9 till noon on 95.5 WSB. Yeah, Mark Aram's going to be all pissed off at me. show's been a bit of a disaster. You leaving crumbs in the studio? Worse. First of all, I've been striding all morning long. stench? I apologize to the audience. No, I spilled Red Bull all into the keyboard. 
It's all over the sticky. screen. Sticky. Sticky. And the paper towels here have no absorbency whatsoever. It's like they were built not to brown absorb. Ones? No, they're just like these thin. They're, they're almost the same thing that's on, like when you go to a doctor and you lay down on that thing and they just change the paper. It's like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. It doesn't. It does not absorb anything. So what I've, are you doing drinking Red Bull? What are you, 28? I'm drinking Red Bull because I feel as if I owe it to the audience to have a clear mind. Have coffee. I have coffee. I have two cups of coffee. Get an espresso. I've been a little groggy lately. Have an so espresso. So I don't want to take that out on the audience. Maybe the Red Bull had me you know, more strident than I was. Have some gone. Adderall. Yeah. I guess that's yeah. what, that'll help. I, why you not? You get thin. It Ooh. keeps Biden going. Is it a... Yeah. A, a, is Biden on Adderall? We beat Farmer this year! Yeah, you got it's free special Adderall. special tea. I think give him his special morning tea. My Adderall tea, it's great. <laughs> Spread it now. No, I don't know that he's on Adderall. That was an arbitrary made-up statement. Yeah, uh, Red Bull. Uh, also, I notice uh, somewhere around noon every day, I feel like I want to go sit down on the old can. Uh-oh. Oh, Red Bull gives you, it gives you wings, but uh, before you fly... Gotta lighten the load. Yeah, that's right. So you can fly <laughs> further. Redistribute the weight. That's right. Weight all balance. of these things. All of these things are uh, very important. I'm sorry. I'm saying we had kind of a I want to have uh, fun here on Monday. What do we? Do? What do you have there? Well, I have an open micer that left this. I was apologizing to myself, by the way, not you. Gotcha. All right. This okay. open micer left this. Not at... you either, George. And certainly not Greg. That's fine. Who deserves no apologies? Yes. This gentleman left this at 2 a.m. on Saturday. This should be a fun way to end the show. <laughs> oh, my God. It is hilarious. Jesus. Uh. Is that a second one? This guy. He's listening to the new lawyer show. Yeah, it's got it. I was thinking that or kill me. Yeah. Dana Bash. <laughs> That's not Dana Bash. Or Kim it's not Dana Bash. She's on CNN, isn't she? Or Dana. Who's the gun lady? Who's the gun Lash. lady? The gun lady. Dana Lash. Hey, look at me. I look sexy in my guns. Oh, that's great. <laughs> hey, Greg, have you seen Oh, my God. Wow. It is. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> Promoting that kind of behavior, Jared. You're rewarding these people. Uh, yep. Yeah, but at least we, we're just pushing them to open mics. I mean, we can choose. We'll get copycats no, now. and it's, not, it's fine. We can choose yeah. not to air them. We don't. Have, it's not like going to the phones where you're like, oh, you're stuck with whatever you get. Hi. Hey, uh, I was listening but, to your show last yeah. night. It was very funny, and I just wanted to driving. I'm driving, to, trying to listen to a radio show, and somebody calls in, and my stomach is like grinding. <laughs> I listen radio <laughs> like you. <laughs> hey, Greg. Oh my God! <laughs> there this guy. Right, yeah, get rid of him. You keep trying to ask oh me some God. question, and he's uh It's an important question because we're sports fans. Up. Did you catch that uh, that first game in the WNBA Finals? <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, I cleared my day. How about it? How about them? What a, uh, how about them? Uh, let's go, Aces. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. go, Aces. I'm an Aces fan. Well, now that the dream is out of, of course, my second favorite. Those Atlanta. girls are good at basketball. Atlanta hey. Dream. 
Atlanta Dream, I like. I'm a big fan of the, but they're out of it. So I got. Do the Aces even play? Vegas. Come on. Oh, that makes sense. I could have put a if I thought about it. I wanted to spend time thinking about it, but I didn't. I need to conserve my brain energy. Get people solutions on the second floor. He is on the payroll in some form or shit, and he's obviously a misogynist by not knowing by not knowing. Where the aces play, uh, that sells me that uh, this true. is... Uh, that is, that is so true. You know what? I'm tired of your machismo. <laughs> I am the definition of... <laughs> yes, look at him. You don't even need to hear him speak. You look at him. You know, him. men are not life. the only gender on the earth. There are 47 others, and it's time for you to recognize it. In my yearbook, and under my picture, is that machismo. Machismo. <laughs> Most machismo. Is it <laughs> You, and who is the girl who got it? Because huh? well, there was one. There's machismo. There's you know. What would be the opposite? Femininity. Gosh. The whole language should be canceled. Yeah. Yeah. It's patriarchal. Let's just go. You know what? Remember in the late '60s or something like that? Weren't they going to go to that Esperanto? Mm-hmm. Now's the time. William Shatner made a movie in Esperanto. I've never seen it. I, I think it's the only movie that's ever been made in Esperanto. And it's uh, what is it? it was meant to be a global language. We're getting there. Free of patriarchy. And gender. I would imagine. I don't know. Some of them may have been based on Spanish or French. They have a lot of gender in their language. All right, that music tells me that uh, this show, this rather terrible show. Strident. 9 p.m., by the way, game two of the WNBA Finals. If you want people to watch, don't put it at 9 p.m. I I understand that they're playing a team that's three hours behind, but come on. Some of us have to get up and work in the morning. But you know what? To root on my acers or aces. Aces. We'll see if the Connecticut Sun can even Just the, the sun. Not Just the sun. Plural. Suns sun. are Phoenix. Suns yeah. is Connecticut. Well, you know what? I, I got to give it to WNBA because uh, there's only one sun. So Phoenix got it wrong. And uh, as usual, well, the ladies are correcting what the men have gotten wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Looney Lenny. <laughs> Appreciate your patronage as well. That was a good thing. We're going to do the podcast 30. We already told you how to get there. If you forgot already, well, then screw you. I guess tomorrow morning, you can join us again at 9 a.m. If you so choose. Until then, continue on your journey. Uh, Do not piss off the genie. What are we all alone? No Greg, no uh, English Nick, no love. George Clark's here, but he doesn't have a camera. He's way over there in the corner, just keeping an eye on things. What's Aaron Rodgers doing here? He got a little bit of an Aaron Rodgers, which means he's got a little bit of Nick Cage. I watched uh, the beginning of one of Nick Cage's first movies, which I saw in the 80s, Valley Girl. Yeah. I forgot how douchey we all looked. In the early didn't 80s. Didn't look like that? Well, I was not a yuppie. See, my whole thing was... But I didn't look like the Nick Cage and his yeah, buddy that, either. Yeah, manufactured, I think. But, uh, no, but those dudes at the party with the pop oh, yeah. collars, that was everywhere. And that was such a douche look. But I was a city kid, and I was like, I'm not a yuppie. So I can truthfully say that I never popped this collar or that collar, that younger collar than I had at the time. The kids when I was in school that dressed that way. Yeah, just douchey. Oh, wait, what, can you imagine if somebody decides fashion is so dumb? So we're gonna we're gonna put the collars up, and then for like four years, did everybody you the, puts the collars. Did up. you have the painters' caps with the flaps behind them, like the Japanese soldiers wore? I remember seeing those. Yeah, yeah. but I didn't. I didn't uh, with the I Panama didn't. Jack shirt that they got in uh, 
in uh, Myrtle Beach. To me, it was mostly like just hating the yuppies, and I didn't even know what that meant. By the way, my name is Eric Von Hessler. I'm the host of this hey. here, Podcast 30. Welcome to the Podcast 30. Uh, Tim Andrews is here. Yep. Autumn Fisher's here. Jared <laughs> Yamamoto is here. And over there, stuffed in the corner, you can't see him or hear him. It's only for me to say to you, it is true. George Clark's over there. Say something, George. Hello. There it is. There's proof. That's all the proof you need. I don't mind George having a microphone as long as we're not talking about conspiracy theories. He's actually the only young person left on the show because this one's about to get uh, tied down to the earth. That's right. We're like 46 days away, I believe. You in your 20s? Yes. Well, for one more year. For a couple more months. It's okay. You don't trust him? You have him on your uh, silly podcast. Listen, that was just habit. Okay. Turning off his microphone? Do you feel threatened by him? He's a little younger than you. That's true. Maybe I'll push out. you out the door. Yeah, maybe. He's, he's our news hound. He's willing to work 89 days a week. And you make a lot of money here, or is it by the hour? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here's the good thing. You work seven days a week, which means you have no time to spend money on anything anyway. Yes. So how much longer are you going to put up with that before you just kind of get out of here? I don't know. I'm kind of thinking about it, I suppose. <laughs> Analy- yeah. But you lose me. You lose uh, the Von well, Hester doctor. You could go work for Kimmy. Conversation here to <laughs> uh, change things. Maybe, yeah, that kind, of, that kind of energy can only last for so long. You can beat us back to cumulus. Yeah, you get there first. Keep the seat warm. I see. I got to figure somebody I to pick heart, us up. Right? Intercom. Somebody in this town pick us up. Right? We've shown we can do. We could go on WGST. Oh, that's done. That doesn't exist. It's Ben now. My wife speaks Spanish. Oh no, it's Black News. Yeah, Ben. Ben? That's what it's called. The oh. Black Information Network. Ben. 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 Not, Not ben. 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 Ben would be Black ben. Entertainment, Entertainment Network. Network. International. Ben Ben. Stanley. Let's start a Ben. Let's start our own Ben. How about white news? <laughs> <laughs> I guess just call it the news. Just call it the news. <laughs> I love those guys. Oh, we have a white miss. Like, yeah. what is it? Miss White America or whatever? I don't know. What entertainment television? What, blah, blah, blah. what I would mean say. Everything? What I would say is, uh, who cares? Yes. Exactly. Why do you care? Because uh, it's TV. <laughs> Turn it off if you don't like it. Well, cause I just congenitally mad. They made all the hobbits black. <laughs> okay. So what? They're hobbits did aren't they, real they things. They did. They're not real things, but they were created by one person. But not these stories. Who gives a shit? Right. Is it? Is it good? Is it fun? Little Mermaid is black now. (laughs) As as we all know, a fish person would be white. Yeah. (laughs) A fish person (laughs) would naturally be of a Caucasian strain. (laughs) Who the hell is watching the... Why do they make these... uh, these live action versions of these popular to try to rekindle the story, but the Lion King money bombed, didn't it? Didn't the Lion King? It made it, money. Yeah, it made money, but it did it was it wasn't well reviewed. Was it the musical thing from the, or was it just like no? Uh, it was mu- it, it was music. But I mean, like the musical. Yes. That's on that thing. Every time I see little pieces from that, I think, thank God I'm not in that audience. They're all holding up those big stick things, and so, I hate that stuff. Like uh, whenever leftists have rallies, 
They always have the big puppet things. Oh, yeah. Those things are ridiculous. How is that going to change anything? Hey, you got a big puppet, Uncle Sam, and he's- do you remember that? Got a big, he's drinking oil from an oil well. Okay, that's great. Yeah. In the in the old days, Disney would put a movie out, and then every couple of years they'd say, okay, we're going to show it again in theaters, so they'd make more money off it, like yeah. Pinocchio or any of that crap. And then uh, then the video age came along. All right, we're going to- It's in the a, vault. In the vault. Yeah, the pretend vault. Yeah. Right. And now they don't have to do that anymore, so they just make new versions of it. Over and over and over. Right. Yeah, it's di- really annoying. I mean, but that's it's not just Disney. It's so many movies well, or just remakes of something, or at least just something to get you to, oh, I know the name of that. Is the oh. audience really that dumb, or is it just because they think that they're that dumb, that they just keep... To, there's a new Pinocchio. Who the hell needs it? There's like 800 of and them. And no one's going to see it. Well, Don't it's you- got Tom Hanks in it. So? I see anything with Tom Hanks. Did you watch the Elvis movie with Tom yet. Hanks? <laughs> Not yet, Colonel Tom. I saw. I, I've heard th- that movie. <laughs> Colonel is, Tom Hanks. The last forty minutes, I finally got around to finishing it. The last forty minutes, are, it's beautifully shot. He transforms into Fat Elvis. Yeah. And then they show scenes of the real Elvis performing his final live. No, performance yeah, I've seen a little bit on the piano. With him singing uh, "Unchained Melody," which yeah. is beautiful, and then he died. Yeah. Is that well, Elvis died on the shitter. <laughs> Wait, yeah, spoiler alert. He was on the cropper. <laughs> Do they yeah, show but him? the movies? Like, Not don't dying. you think it's it's about they they're they're gonna gamble? on how much they're going to make. Even if the movie's not very good, yeah. they're going to assume that because people know the name, and especially with kids' stuff, they're going to make their money back because parents want to do something with their kids. Mm-hmm. And then they'll they'll make enough money to profit something. It's not necessarily about the art of a movie. Yeah, but a lot of times they do, they do stuff that doesn't seem to me like it's going to make money, like uh, the Warrior Women movie that they were- That'll be a hit. Over, will it? Yeah. Was that a comic? She's was a, it a comic? Was it a comic book or something? Or It's a real story. It says it's- Based on a true story. They didn't even use the word based. They but, used some other movie. Inspired. That is which heard is, about something. <laughs> yeah, inspired by That is a the true kind story. of movie, though. Overheard. That is the kind of movie, though, that should be made. R- uh, new stories, new yeah, characters. No, but I, but the, but the, it's cartoonish, though. Like the, it's the whole like warrior thing. Well, she's a great actress, yeah. but I mean, the, the, uh, I just think it just it comes off hallmarky to me. Like everything that I saw was like a powerful woman saying something very powerful. It's like that's not storytelling. That's marketing. Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah, it's great, but everything movie. everything I saw was every woman powerful all the time, always smart, always great. Always Now maybe the movie itself has some nuance to it. But there's no before I walk in, there's no chance in hell they're not winning. Well, yeah. It's like if they're no, fighting colonists, they are going to lose. Well, is this what? Well, they're going to win their own. Well, maybe not. Maybe it ends in a very sad way. But I doubt it. But a movie like that couldn't have been made. It could have. They would have put it out twenty years ago. It would not have done well in theaters because there were still polarized audiences. Now people will go see a movie with an all black cast. Yeah, if they think it's going to be good, like Black Panther. Right. Well, Black Panther was Marvel. This is right. something but people new and knew different. what it was. They were like, "Oh, I like the comic book." And I, I and just all think that. the audience is like, "Okay, this is an epic film." There aren't a lot of epic films anymore. Let's go see. It this. didn't look epic to me. Oh, you didn't see the broadscape? Yeah, the... I don't know. It just it, it looked very broad, um, Tim. Uh, really? Please, broad yeah. in the apologize. Wow. wow, the scenery, yeah, letterbox, right, right. It's a movie that I saw the trailer for, and I thought I would probably watch that. Did you see the trailer in the theater? No, oh. go to the theater. All I yeah. saw was the co- I just saw the com- <laughs> gross. I just saw the commercial. 
And I, I don't know, it just seemed um, kind of flat to me. Just seemed kind of like all the same. Everything, everything is uh, like a Hallmark card. Like uh, everybody's speaking is speaking up, and this is hopeful, and we can do this, and you have to. And in times like it's like at some point, you know, human beings are not always like that. Even in a trailer, every, you know. Yeah, I do hate when every character is super smart and knows exactly what to do and exactly where to go. Like, yeah. Hey, Where's the I story? Know that. I don't know Where? that she'd make yeah. a movie like that. I think that the marketing and the trailer and all that is is playing to that dumb audience. Yeah. But I think it might be a film that will surprise. Well, we'll you. find out. We'll find Who, out. Who did you say the director was? I don't know the director. I know it's the Viola actress. Davis. Viola She's Davis. great. Oh, Viola. Okay, got it. But um, I don't know. Just to me, it's just like eh. Even that stupid. You're show trying to she teach me something. That's what I think. I think it's like you're trying. I just go, yeah. You're trying to teach me. So I, I don't need to be taught. I know that women are great. I don't need to be taught that. I, I know that women are as smart as men. I just don't need to. I don't need to be taught that. The title's dumb. She's a woman, so she'd be a queen. What's it called? The Black King. Well, obviously, the, the Lady King or the Woman King. Woman King. Yes, yeah. yeah, a bad name. Yeah. Woman. It's king. called Woman King. The Woman King. The Woman is that right? King. That is right. Yeah. yeah. That's just seeming like a dumb name. I know, me. but what about just call it the Queen? Well, then they would think it's that uh, Remy. Well, because uh, what's what's above? Darling. What's above the Queen? The King. So they're trying to say that the, she's the woman king. I know, but see, that's what bothers me when I, when I look at it. It just seems like everything is like, let's have women do all the things that we call toxic when men do it. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, it's just like, well, how about I just tell more stories about people and their lives and interesting things and mysteries and thrillers and, and all that. I, I know that this is going to be uh, about empowered women i don't know i don't find that to be entertaining i find it i don't need to be told that i just i don't need to be taught anything just show me all female unit of warriors who protected the african kingdom of dahomey in the 1800 yeah okay the uh critics by the way have given the woman king a 100 percent of 100 percent where the 100 percent where the audience is not even well i don't think i've seen it yet it isn't out yeah i don't think it's out yet (laughs) One hundred percent. They made the perfect movie. It's the perfect film. (laughs) Better than any other movie that has ever been made in history. Now can I get that Tom Hanks interview you've been promising me? That's the access media. That's how that works. 21 reviews, 100%. (laughs) Well, maybe, maybe we'll find, I haven't seen the movie. Maybe you know, we'll find out it with, is the perfect movie. It's up there with it's Citizen Kane. It's up there Kane. with 12 Angry Men. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 12 Angry White Men, more like. Ugh, typical. Yeah. Disgusting. I, I, that is a great movie, but I don't know how you can watch it over and over. Like, they, they're really good at what they do, which is you never leave the room and you actually imagine the movie. That's fantastic, and I, I appreciate it. But it's not something I'm going to go back to a bunch of times. Yeah, I'll be stuck in this room with these uh, 12 Angry Dudes. They weren't all angry. What about, uh, was it Henry Fonda, the one who's talked sense in them? Yes. Yeah. And then the other guy, who's that guy that's in a lot of movies, but I don't know his name from that period no. of time. Oh, that guy. Yeah, the one who was turned out. was really one very angry man. And he didn't, his son does not respect him. And so that's why he was going to put this guy in jail. Because hmm. these kids today. Have you not seen 12 Angry Men? Martin Balsam? No, Martin Balsam. No, it's the guy... He's uh, he's, uh, he's almost like a George Kennedy type, but not George Kennedy. He's in a lot of stuff. Uh, I think we've talked about this before. E.G. Marshall? No, I don't think so. Jack Warden? No, Jack Warden's in everything. Ed Bagley Sr.? 
Uh, no. Lee Cobb. Lee Cobb. Lee J. Cobb. That's who it is. It is? Yeah. That guy. He's in a bunch of stuff. I don't see him in this movie. movie. Well, he was the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. there. He he's, 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 he, it all breaks at the end where he's like, uh, spoiler alert, but this movie came out 100 years ago. <laughs> it's like, uh, 1957. He, he's, he's, uh, Thinks he, he starts out talking about the defendant, and he goes, you know, and these kids today, and Mike, and Mike, he's like, my son will never, and then he stops in the middle, and everybody looks at him, and, we have to come with him not guilty. <laughs> this angry man is going to put this other kid in jail because his son doesn't respect him. Sorry to have spoiled that for you. Henry Fonda, the communist. Excuse me. <laughs> he was a communist. Excuse me. He was a American patriot from the left, is what he was. Mm-hmm. You think he was a communist? His kids certainly were. Well, I don't know about the son. What did he do? Just do drugs? And yeah, but he was a super rider. super lefty. He Jack needed, Klugman uh, was a secret homosexual. Is no, that he true? Wasn't. No. Oh, <laughs> just why you make that up? I thought for fun. Ooh, I wanted to know that Quincy hey, Felix bend over. <laughs> <laughs> That's why See? they lived together. They Quincy. loved each other. Well, Tony Randall, he was gay, wasn't he? In real life? Yes. Jack Klugman was married to the woman uh, Brett. On uh, Brett Summers from Match yes, Game. Yes, he was. The, with the big glasses. And she played his on wife Match on the Game. show, too. Yes, she did. Wife. It's the only thing I've ever seen her in yeah, other that, than Match Game. Yeah, that and Match Game. <laughs> I'm sure she shows up on Love American Style. Probably. Which, like, every one of those people that were in, that you always see on the daytime game shows would be on at some point. And that's where I Happy mean, Bert Convy, I don't know it for a fact, but I guarantee it. He's in Love American Style. He's also Elaine in. Elaine uh, Joyce. He's also Bobby in. Bobby uh, Van. What is that? Cannibal Run 2. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Who wasn't in Cannibal Run 2? Me, Elvis. unfortunately. Elvis. Elvis. <laughs> he would have been if he had been alive. Elvis. Elvis. You know, my wife watched the Elvis movie, and, you know, she just buys into everything. I'm like, I don't think that, you know, that Colonel Tom, he was, okay, he was a carnival barker, but at any moment, Elvis could have said, get the fuck out of here. He tried. He tried. And then the colonel said, okay, $8 million. Get out of here. The, come on. Think of Charlie. Who will pay Charlie's bills? Think of Elvis Presley. What my Elvis could have gone to another guy. In the, uh, Elvis could have gone someplace the next day, gotten yes, $10 million. Of course. All. all Elvis had to do was go find somebody and say, hey, I need $10 million to pay off the colonel so I can take off this monkey suit and wear jeans, play a guitar, and be a human being on stage. As opposed to this ridiculous uh, somewhere between, it was like uh, Liberace meets Neil Diamond. Remember Neil Diamond went through that Elvis kind of like Hot August Nights? He's yeah. kind of open shirt. Dressed up with that goofball. Oh, you had a denim shirt, Hot August Nights. What night. happened to my, I'm going to unplug my camera. It says that you have no bars on your laptop. <laughs> no bars? Yeah, you no have bars. no bars. I got bars. Whereas no Autumn, Tim, and myself all have got full Dude, bars. Dude, I got bars. Yo, I got bars, yo. Yo, 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 I got bars. Yeah, you looking for bars? I got bars. You got 12 Angry Men in the sun. I might watch this movie tonight. I got 12 bars. Autumn. Uh, There's two movies. Uh, Nobody can see me on my own goddamn show. Well, they see you. You're you're stuck on one shot. You're you're looking off. Is it a good shot? You're lit. I'm lit. (laughs) You're not in the shadows. All right. You're a shadow man. Uh, If I close out, will they still be able to hear me if I close out of this? Yeah, Yeah, you're fine. I'm going to leave. It's all running through this. I'm going to leave and come back. And there's two movies like uh, 12 Angry Men. And uh, the other one is My Dinner with Andre. That's better. 
That one I can watch. Look, George Clark is nodding his head. Yeah. Nothing from me. <laughs> yeah, you got no camera at all now. I see nothing. Yeah. Oh, Your God camera sucks. Sakes. You suck. Come okay. go after my camera. How dare you? It's your camera. A man's camera. You don't go after a man's camera. Your Jerry, camera is small. What am I going to do? People Nobody like looking at Autumn. Let's put Autumn Everyone's in the big shot. There we go. Camera. All right, we'll just get rid of me. And so people Everyone laughs at your camera. Yeah, apparently. I took pictures of your camera, and I put them online on a secret Reddit thread. George, you saw my dinner with Andre? I did, yeah. Did you enjoy it? I really enjoyed it. it was it's great. amazing how this guy's camera. it's just two... Uh, <laughs> Two people sitting at a table eating and talking to each other. That's the whole movie. The whole movie. And it's fantastic. It's almost like this. It's like this. Except better. My dinner with Von Hessler. There have been parodies. I believe Andy Kaufman did a parody parody with uh, Blassie, the wrestling uh, manager. <laughs> My dinner with whatever his first name Freddie was. Blassie. Freddie Blassie. Uh, there have been uh, parodies of it. But it, but both those movies do, 12 Angry Men and My Dinner with Andre, is it's the old storytelling thing. You actually start imagining oh, yeah. these tales and stuff that are being told. And that guy, Andre, I was thinking about him. Is he still alive? He must be old by Wallace now. Sean? I was like, Wallace Shawn is quite good in it. <laughs> it's just Andre Gregory and Wallace Shawn. I know people are watching this going, uh, what do I care about those erudite, He's 88 artsy, years fartsy? Old. 88. Yeah. He was a wild, or is at 88, a wild dude, Andre Gregory. He uh, was a big, he did another one. I don't care. We're being all artsy fartsy today. People Uncle Vanya. People don't like it. Yeah, Uncle Vanya on 42nd Street. Fantastic. Where you see his, what he talks about in My Dinner with Andre, you can see him doing that kind of stuff. Um and then also, um, Last Temptation of Christ, he plays John the Baptist. And if you watch My Dinner with Andre and hear about all this stuff he does in the woods with these actors and everything, that scene in, uh, what did I just say? Uh, Last, Last Temptation, Temptation of, of Christ, Christ with John the Baptist and the water and all the actors going crazy out of their minds. You go, oh, that's exactly what he was talking about in My Dinner with Andre. All right. Is that apropos to nothing and who cares? Right? Who cares? Why did people freak out about... Uh the Last Temptation of Christ. Uh, there's a good. There's a. The reason is because because he, he has uh, sex. Yeah, with Mary Magdalene. They have kids. Okay. Well, that's but, that but, was before but, the movie. That was also now. But, but, I don't know. Spoiler alert. That's the temptation. Yeah. And so that it. Well, I'm ruining the movie now, but you've already ruined three movies. Yeah, just look, Eric ruins movies. Is he being thrashed with a cat of nine tails by Romans, like in in? Uh, no, it's not about Mel well, Gibson. Well, that Mel Gibson one. Yeah, the, the horror that was, film. That I had was, to leave that, that was, movie. That was Passion of the Christ, right? Yeah, right. I had to walk out because it was just too brutal. You know, even Church Chick told me she didn't like that movie. Oh, there's a little kid laughing the whole movie. Every time Jesus got hit, yeah. the kid started giggling. What? His mom's oh like, yeah, I don't want to watch anybody get beat up for two hours." It's just like not a, from yeah. that kid. Somebody yeah, and his give mom's him a wellness like, check. Yeah. So yeah, that's trying the trying to eat uh, my popcorn and the Lord and Savior is being thrashed. People the say that interesting. <laughs> the interesting thing, it's, it was not a popcorn film. Oh, oh you're <laughs> there. Nobody you're described it as a popcorn. Oh, what film. was I going to get? Snow caps? <laughs> I, I think it was more of snow caps. That's disrespectful. Yes. Watching the movie is supposed to reflect, you know, what he's going through. It's, right. It's hard to watch. It has it, its so. purpose. It has its purpose because I think from. Uh, What's his name? Mel Gibson's point of view. It becomes like a fairy tale. 
so he wanted to attach it to real life and him taking on the body of a man and and having to deal with that. But still tough watch. I want some fanfic about the other two guys. What's that? I want to see fan fiction of the other two guys that were crucified next to him. The other two on Calvary? Mm-hmm. Mm. Turns out they were accountants. Oh, just, they made an error. That's it. That's was, it. They were rough oh, back then. Back then, yeah. they were tough. <laughs> you must lay a shekel here, a shekel there. God and making a, a calculation error. It was considered the same. Well, it basically what? was considered the, the same. The issue was, Otomus, because they were trying to quiet quit during that era. Yeah. Yes, they that. were quiet you quitting. Can, you, can, you, can do, you can do that now, <laughs> but not then. No, no, they didn't put up with that nonsense back They'll then. They'll literally crucify you. Do you Jesus, think Jesus should have gone back and found the inn owner who wouldn't let his parents in? Yeah, let's cancel that guy. Beat them up. Yeah, write a review. Don't you think? Make D- a just movie. the ancestors of No, that. that's not what Jesus, I don't know if you're familiar with his life it's story. It's time to settle the score. <laughs> that's not his, that's not, that's not his story. <laughs> Turn the other cheek, you ever hear of it? Turn your other cheek so I can slap that one too. That's right. <laughs> Which cheek do you want? Uh, Clint Eastwood as. Jesus. Jesus. Out of the way. Messiah with Paul. no name. That's right, he goes back Hopefully to- The last temptation of Christ, um, uh, <laughs> Defoe. Judas, is, well, Willem <laughs> Defoe plays Jesus. Judas, now, Willem Defoe actually turns out to be a good actor. I think he actually pulls off Jesus pretty well in that movie. But uh, Harvey uh, Keitel was, uh, was Judas. Was he? Yeah, and it's just like, yeah. it's just like something out of a Martin Scorsese, uh, but, uh, Scorsese. Scorsese movie. Yeah. yeah, hey, it's like like Judas from Brooklyn. Hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> well, okay, that's my movie reviews from 800 years ago. Anybody see anything in the last? Uh, I know that Avatar. Weeks? I saw it during football that Avatar is getting re-released. Re-released. That movie's terrible. They're the re-releasing it because they have Avatar two coming up, and they want uh, supposedly it's supposed to be embedded in the. Should I go see it? And just because I just if you've I, never so seen I, it, go see. Yeah, it. you like the three D experience too, so you'll you'll enjoy Wait, it. How do what are you what are you talking? What are you? My wife speaking it, for me all of a sudden? A, how you, do you you've always talked about how you like to go to the IMAX and you like to have the yeah, full experience. I like, like IMAX. That. And you will I don't like three D Avatar. It's dances like, with Wolves on I another planet, and then instead of Indians, you are just salty. It's not a Bad movie. It is not a good movie. It's not great, but it's it's. Whenever I see it, it doesn't. What I'm thinking is, I should know what that if that immersion was real. You you need to go. Are you you in the middle of the picture or are you not? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You you will enjoy. You need to go to your favorite IMAX theater, get the glasses, and and you'll enjoy it. Don't eat one of the. Don't eat two gummies. Is what I'm saying. No, I don't. I don't ever eat popcorn instead. I don't get high in public. You won't be high in public. Your wife will drive you, drop you off, pick you up. Is that what happens? When Walk I walk you to the a theater, teenager going to the mall. <laughs> I'll be back to pick you up later. Yeah. I uh I can't get high in public. Just get too paranoid. Well, you gotta find a, an indica, not a sativa. It doesn't matter. Really? Doesn't matter. If I'm if I'm stoned, somebody who listens to the show is gonna be around and I'm gonna That's be, always then what I'm happens. gonna be awkward. If I'm not stoned, then no, they will not be around. But our old intern, have... our old intern, what was his name? The fish fan. And I forget his name and I feel really bad. The long hair, the guy looked like Getty Lee. Oh, um oh gosh. No, he had blonde yeah. hair, the guy you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know, but he's yeah, 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 in the face super, he looked super nice kid. Yeah. Anyway, I feel terrible. I don't remember. He, uh, Ian, Ian, remember. Ian, that's Ian. right. Can't remember everything. I ran into man. him. And he's he's stoned, and this was at a fish so, show, so you could tell pretty much how I was. Yeah. And he grabbed. He goes, "Let's get a selfie." He took a picture. My eyes were redder than. Uh, and then now it's out there. on No, Facebook. I told him you can't post that. 
because I was like, <laughs> he's going he's to use just it have to, you, but what, I can't get like that in public. I can't, I can't, uh, if I'm stoned, I just can't get all, eh. If I'm drinking in public, I can get like that. But I can't, there's just that little paranoia thing with pot. But here's the thing, though. If you run, you you almost have to work out that muscle, if that makes sense. Like, you have to, like, oh, I, like put yourself in that position yeah, enough. Yeah, because I, I know that. It, the same thing happens to me. I, I tend to go out and I drink a lot, and then I run into fans when I'm right. really like, not like blackout, alcohol, but I'm like, I can, I'm close. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, why? I'm like, ah, alcohol, on, I can, hug. alcohol, like, I can do it. I'm, I don't know why. I could be fine with it because I feel like everybody else is. It's okay to run into you and you're drunk. Like I feel like that's okay, but just, I still have this thing about, you know, I guess it's illegal or something, and then that puts a thing, a paranoia. Yeah, kind of, they're Lance, gonna know fine. I'm high and. And and I I I'll, I'll I'll put myself out there more, but at some point I'll just be like, excuse me, while I take my unzip my skin and step out of my body because I feel so uncomfortable right now. It's the feeling that I get. You know, Autumn, you Not said the last feeling. time you got high, you went and hid. <laughs> yeah, I did. Where did you I, hide? In her house. No, I was. Um, I took like this. Just a starter little puff of one of those pens, those weed pens. Oh, I remember you got a weed pen at some point. Yeah, and it's it was a sativa. Oh yeah, it's a is weed that pen. up or down? Up. I forget. Yeah, you don't want to go up. So I took. I didn't even know how it worked. You know, like I just was trying it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, mm, oof. <laughs> you know? so so I don't even know how much I got, but I still was like, whoa, that was weird. I feel weird. And I thought, oh, okay, well it's time to go over to like this courtyard where uh, my parents and yeah. like Travis and the kids and all these people were going to be so I walked over there and I was just like <laughs> I just ran inside and sat with Pete did you say, yeah that's what I felt like did you say anything like uh, I'm not feeling well or no I just was like <laughs> I just hid now what? Eric do you give this face when- oh yeah oh my goodness I sent that to you guys. radio personality Eric oh wait, wait it wasn't that one. <laughs> I don't think we should have been fired. <laughs> that was the first firing or the second? Um, that was g- judging by the picture. That's the first, first. one. That's the first one. Uh, Kim Lichtenstein was on the other side. I don't need that. That's Rock One Hundred Point Five. Hey, and uh, what's her? Who was the lady from Eleven? Oh, Look at that! Look at that coin. That handsome fella. That handsome fella. Hey, uh, mm. did you know it's Rita so Wilson pixelated. is a singer? What's that? Do you know Tom Hanks' wife, Rita Wilson, is a singer? No, oh, She right. just did a duet with Elvis Costello. Oh, good. I'm glad Elvis Costello's hanging out with the Hankses. Well, they're going to be living together nice. in the bunker in New Zealand at the end of the world. Is there a celebrity bunker in New Zealand? All the elites are moving to New Peter Zealand. Peter Jackson's in first, he asked. Well, me. he probably yeah. built it. Oh, they're going to New Zealand? Yeah. Is he from New Zealand? Yes. By way of Austin? I feel like everyone's moving to Austin. Well, First of all, you got the Finn family of musicians. They've all got to get in there. Mm-hmm. Tim, Neil, their families. Then the Jacksons. And then the horse, that's the prime minister. The Yeah, the prime minister. Jarcinda? Jacinda. Jacinda. This sounds misogynist. No, she just looks like a horse. What am I supposed to do about it? <laughs> well, what, what, do you refer to men just looking if like a look, horse? Yeah, John Elway looks like a horse. Okay. Yeah, he looks like a Bronco. What does Peyton look like? A horse. Peyton doesn't look like a horse. horse. He's a he's handsome got some kind of, southern fellow. What? He's got that long head. Nah, he's got that big old forehead. Forehead you could show uh, driving films on. Yeah. Mongo, we Driving films. Nobody's ever called them driving films. <laughs> driving movies. <laughs> oh, I really hope I'm better tomorrow. Well, Ugh. there's a lot of football this weekend. Maybe that's what it is. 
Or maybe I'm just getting bored. Maybe after the know. funeral today. You think I'm dressed up for a funeral? I gotta get my either haircut. that or any of the Blues Brothers. Yeah, you gonna finally schedule that haircut? Hey, I'm sorry I don't put on get a, a goddamn T-shirt every day. Yeah. I like this. This is what I like. Jared's wearing the same shirt he wore Friday. Am I? Is it shaky knees? Yeah. Are, are you uh, are you on my shirt game? Did you do laundry or did you just leave it on? The oh, I, yeah, did, I totally did. Did laundry. Tina do it or did you do it? She was on oh. her bachelorette this weekend. Ah, sweet. So yeah. What was so, her name? <laughs> Do they do the thing where they put the whipped cream on the penis? Oh God! The they did. Club? They did. I, I saw all the videos. She told me she couldn't pictures. speak, but she came she, dancing. You know, bear. She sounded like Chris Collinsworth. You know, we played Chris. Yeah, right, yeah. This is going to be the question: Can they attack? I played all Jerry those games last year when these two teams That's got enough. to get yeah. a beer out of a cup with a penis top sippy. Uh, when, when I when I picked her up. <laughs> She, That's Christina being Christina. That's just Christina being Christina. <laughs> Her friends are a bunch of whores, but she's not. <laughs> you know how it is, though. You get out Al there. Or whoever you are. Next thing Mike. you're sippy strawing out of a penis head. And chocolate penis around <laughs> her neck because she's nibbling on all night. <laughs> she, uh, they had, they did like the stripper thing and all that, all that good stuff. Female she, or male? Male. They shouldn't, they're called dancers when they're men. Well, if they, they take their clothes off, they're strippers. <laughs> Yeah, right? strippers. Do they? Uh, Where'd they go? Yeah. Do they they just dancers? Are they men? <laughs> you know, it's weird, though. They can't. Aren't men usually weigh more than women? So it wouldn't be good for them to give you a lap dance if you're a woman. Like, ow. Like, oh, no. The, the uh, stripper was. No, they pick you up. It, yeah, yeah. Oh. They, yeah, they throw you around and they like. Like sixty nine, you in the air, and Ooh. like. I wonder like, if they've ever um uh, <laughs> like at, like one of these bachelorettes must have vomited all over them at some point. It. Well, just throwing you around. So the, with this particular stripper, they said they said it was fine until the clothes started coming off like that. They Hell started yeah. the stripper started taking off some of the married women's clothes. What? And they and they kept saying, "Please don't take the clothes off. It's fine. Like you can." Toy us around. You can pick us up. Do what you want. You see, women like to think they know how to get raunchy, but they have no idea. And they paid. They paid for two hours, and then because guys up- will take their clothes off in those situations without even thinking. I did, without just oh, like of course. I I did not go to my one friend's. Ba- I've heard stories where just full on sex was happening at bachelor parties, <laughs> of course, in front of your friends, which is yeah, not my style. Yeah. Their long fingernails. <laughs> um, not, yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How does that even work? Never mind. I do wonder about that. Well, professional do they people just remo- who have sex with women have short nails. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know in a couple if who's who's the top and who's the bottom. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or if they're versed, then they both have short nails. They have a very keen eye. They don't fall out. <laughs> you just know things. Well, when it comes to sex, you know a lot of things. Because mm-hmm. it's like your hobby. She, Except, likes- she, she studies it. She doesn't actually do it. She just... It's, it's a, not lately. It's how, a study. How real are the dancing bear videos of bachelor parties, bachelorette parties? <laughs> Those are so fake. Okay. What are they? I don't <laughs> even know what they so are. Fake. What are they? And it's just a bunch of women in a room, and a guy comes in, and then they all blow him. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, I think you can find what? them if you. Well, that doesn't sound. Like, it doesn't sound to me. It's like it too it sounds, casual. Wait a minute. Is he getting married? Because it sounds like he's the one having no, the fun. He's the, no, he's the is talent. It fu- is it is it considered fun to be the giver in that situation? He's the talent. Yeah. <laughs> well, the the that's thing that's the work. Right, so I think the the whole thing of that is, I guess there's partly the fantasy, but then there's also the clothing. So you, you those are usually under like clothed female nude male, because mm-hmm. there's a big thing about like the women being still clothed and the dude is naked, and then they have it the other way too. Isn't all this against the law? Nah, not in Florida. Whatever your state, yeah. Not in Florida, they go on a boat in the middle of the water. Yeah, international yeah. waters.
which, which I guess like, it, it is pretty goes. funny to me. That and they, also, there are no STDs on international waters. Fact, and does that count for outer space? <laughs> outer space, international. That's what Gambling. sixteen miles up or something. Well, until we get competing space stations, then we're gonna have little space sections. No, it's, you know what? Just have fun. It's all over. It's just it's the war is going into space. It's it's not a good future. Sorry Eat to say, maybe Russia will stop once they lose the Ukraine war. Well, if I follow, if I believe what I'm reading in the. Uh, News aggregators, Putin should be... I give up. He should be surrendering any time now. Story, any moment now. Story in the Atlantic we didn't get to today. I know. Said, said basically we should be preparing for a Ukrainian victory. That's the headline. It's time to get ready for a UK, Ukrainian victory. You mean a U.S. victory? Yeah, I know. That's another one. You think that they're doing that without us? There's no way. There's no way. We're giving them the coordinates, the guidance. You have a two-hour window. Now's the time. I guess we'll have to wait 20, 30 years to find out for sure, but there's no way they're getting this done. Anyway, anyway, thank you, George. Thank you. I'll get back to work. Yes, sir. I like that. Poor you guys George. could learn from George. I like that. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, we're done. And when we're done, usually I say TTFN. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show every weekday from 9 to noon right here on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk.